The following podcast episode contains spoilers for Moby Dick and Humpty Dumpty, and also the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, coincidentally. But we hope you enjoy the show. British, I think it's Freddy Fazbear actually. All the yeah, uh, yeah. all the all of the the Moreau creatures are like cryptids. It's a it's part of the way of like more being like yeah, all fiction is real, although some of it's not for the same reason. Mm-hmm. And like. Who's this one? You can see Peter Rabbit, yeah. uh, like dead by sure the train tracks. Alan Quartermain's penis. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, one of them, I saw an elephant. When I was in King Lightsey. Solomon's mines. <laughs> I decided to get out using my willy. <laughs> <laughs> Left it around a branch and reeled myself in. <laughs> reeled his <laughs> cranks his balls, shorts his dick. <laughs> Listener, no. The actual way he got out of King Solomon's minds was doing a racist trick where he convinced them that he caused a lunar eclipse. Mm. The more you know. We've all done a racist. The more you know, eclipse. the more you know that it's just racism, usually. I racism my way out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and in there. <laughs> racism, the cause of and solution to. Alan Quartermain did racism his way into and out of that problem. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It, where we are entering another fabulous week of Morvember. Yeah, light another Ooh, candle on That's the right. Memora. Oh, yeah. crack open a can of beans. The Memora? <laughs> I was just about to say, I didn't get enough credit for that joke. <laughs> like the menorah. Yeah. When is Hanukkah this year? I, I what? Never mind. Morvember uh, comes faster and faster yeah. every year. I feel like as soon as Halloween ends, they're changing the decorations over. You got little beards hanging over the window. <laughs> Everyone's got their 17 rings on. Everyone's painting themselves blue. <laughs> the, the beans are starting to fly off the shelves at the grocery store. Everyone's turning into a car. <laughs> Everyone's taking back their microwaves. They don't need them. That's right. Huh? <laughs> they can't heat up their beans. Oh. <laughs> Every year that you return your microwave and yeah. buy a new one on, the, on Christmas. They're uh, getting a fresh guy guest Vemtember. Sember. When is guestuary? When do we do that? <laughs> January and January and also uh, February. <laughs> right. Send in your suggestions now. It might be now. soon or already passed. We're not sure yet. <laughs> it depends on how many people send us requests. Yes. Pretty we soon don't we'll have, have that have many it. of right now. Right now we have in the can 
one. Nice. So it's gonna be a short guestuary. This year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My supervisor was telling me that, like, he he was like, "Yeah, I wrote into the podcast," and I was like, "No, you didn't." And, and he he, I forgot what he said, but it was like, "Oh, so try out working harder." No, he, he was <laughs> like, he was like, "Blaze, I I submitted a su- suggestion to the podcast, and I can't remember what it was, but it was me doing something stupid." And nobody else doing anything. It was just me <laughs> do good. something That's stupid. Good. We haven't gotten that yet. But he, give he me did not $50 actually write it. Is still in the can for an episode. Jake, give us fifty dollars. Yeah. Did he actually send it? I no, guess... he did not. Okay. He, was he was just, just being bit. stupid. Oh, he was just being a shit. Yeah, he's being a shit. All right. Well, he should think of something real because we don't have that many suggestions. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to ask Trini again. Houstoncast <laughs> at gmail.com. That's right. Oh. Uh, all right. So. We are here to discuss the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the uh, the first two volumes of Alan Moore's uh, public domain epic. Uh, this was uh, something that was done uh, specifically, like because he was escaping the realm of the superhero threshold, and uh, that's part of what makes it fun because he's using his love of those kinds of stories, but the the old ones and the stories that were contemporaries with them at the time, at the time when superheroes were not the only thing on the shelves. He takes all the cliches and bad things about superhero comics and brings them into something else. Mm. <laughs> but who do we have on our own League of Extraordinary Gentlemen here today? Why, we've got King Solomon, Alex. Uh, hello, everyone. Everyone uh, loves your minds. A really good bit about him. Is I, Is this the guy? No. Wait. Samson? <laughs> Sam, that's Samson. Yeah. He has the lesser I do team. have good hair, though. So mm-hmm. there we go. Who is King Solomon? Do we have time for this? Uh, King Solomon is room. Did he just person. text him? Yeah. <laughs> King Solomon's like, yo, you fucking talking about I think he was born on a Monday, right? Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone get that? <laughs> in our audience, say, you know, people in this room understand Solomon it. Grundy or <laughs> We're from, didn't you guys play Injustice 2? One, one. Fuck. <laughs> they take you, him out? He's not in two. Wow. <laughs> he got banned. The week is over. Camp. Swamp thing. Swamp thing. Wow. He's good. Oh, uh, also an Alan Moore y- character. Yes, that's right. Uh, we also have the fabulous Captain Nemo, Seb. That's me. I hate the British, but I also hate Indians, <laughs> yeah. too. Wow. They betrayed Damn, me. Indians. They ruined India. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have the suspicious Dr. Moreau, Cam. That's right. I am not the guy from The Simpsons, <laughs> Dr. Marvin Monroe. I'm a different <laughs> fucked up doctor who does bad things to people. You have an and aisle. I am your host, the biologically vulnerable Martian, Nick. It uh, turns out it, they were allergic to love. No, wait, it was the diseases. I the diseases think they... were allergic to love? No, no. <laughs> Who knows? Love is a disease. You may have put a Costello on our super team. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. It's two slots though. <laughs> nah, yeah, I don't know. It's like how you have uh it's like how you have like the ice climbers and smash brothers. Right, yeah. they, they only take up one um, what's like the Well I wanted to so we are talking about making our own League of Extraordinary uh yeah. uh the Super-Nanus. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen style super team. Now what makes uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen fun is pulling these characters from these different public works, things that have become public domain or mythology, or stories that are not specifically, for example, associated with a corporation. Mm. Uh, I just want to say, real quick, I googled public domain characters. This Google generated list has Mickey Mouse on it, which is I think is really funny. That's optimistic. All on the team. <laughs> I think it's next year. He should. Well, he should have gone in like, uh, yeah. like forty years ago, yeah. but. Uh, 
Yeah, he counts. Throw him on the team. All right. <laughs> what can he do? I don't want him. <laughs> what can uh-huh. any of these fucks do? <laughs> he can't even be racist. He's I rich like Oh, he's man. been so racist. <laughs> he could be racist in that Alex's version of it. <laughs> yeah, my fresh new take on Mickey Mouse. <laughs> new. Okay. He's the one from World War II who uh, tells you to fight the uh, Japanese. <laughs> I think it was mostly Donald. Yeah, I think it was mostly it. Donald. Mickey I think was there must have been one with Goof- Goofy, I feel like. Captain uh, yeah, Freedom. Yeah. Goofy was on the armed, our armed. He was forces? on the armed forces. He was on the armed forces. Armed I was trying forces? to figure out a way to use the phrase "arf arf and arf" in arf the description <laughs> for the for last week's show. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, okay, so it was one of the British slang things that Seb had mm. for us in the quiz. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I was That's like, right. uh, yeah. is there a way to fit this in? And I just could not do it. It was too stupid, even for me to attempt. So how many members are we putting on our teams here? Yeah. I, think, about... I think we should go around, but I think we should establish a limit first. Um, do you want to do five? We'll do one each, and then we get like a committee design. design our... Do we want to do one each and make one team? Or do we all have a team? I don't know how much you guys have. Um, how much time do we have? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think for time's sake, I'd say four, but for... One team, I don't know. Uh, four is okay. We can, we can go team. around. If we each can come up with four, then I think yeah, we can, there's, we'll there's go around and name ours and then keep going around if we can. Yeah, there's five in the comic, but we don't have to count Invisible let's, Men. Let's do one communal team, but we can pitch a bunch of characters. All right. Yeah. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, does anyone have a suggestion already? Because I've got one. All right. I want to do the oldest hero of them all, Gilgamesh. <laughs> oh, that's actually <laughs> an incredible <laughs> idea. Is this the guy from the hero's journey? Uh, sure. No, no, he's from the Epic of Gilgamesh, the first recorded story. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the first one that we have records of. It, like an yeah, anthropology the Mesopotamian classes, guy. And archaeology mm. classes. Yeah. All right. This uh, is my one cool bylaw. I have to mention fate. Right. Uh, he's a character in fate. Okay. Does he do anything cool? <laughs> um, all of the world's treasures belong to him because he's the first hero. That's great. All <laughs> the world's gems are mine. Yeah. So. What's your? How would you like to use Gilgamesh? Because being from the first story, does that make him older? Does that make him more powerful? What's this guy? Um, he's got the biggest. It makes cop. him older. Yeah, all of those things. <laughs> I think. If you um, were to write a story, the first thing you think would be huge. Cop. Yeah. yeah. If you were to imagine so. Oops, sorry. Um, but whenever, um, whenever his dialogue shows up in the comic, it's um, written in cuneiform. <laughs> he's got like the special yeah. uh, speech bubbles. Yeah. He's obsessed I'm with fertile crescents. What was it? What's this guy's? What's his like best friend's name from the story? Oh, dude, he, he's and like Kidu? the bull. And Kidu, and Kidu yes, thank yeah. you. Why yep. do you guys all know this? Uh, <laughs> I had to read this in high school. I, uh, this <laughs> like, did you read the Epic of Gilgamesh in Christian school? Yeah, it can't be that long if it's the first no, one. No, it was in our literature book. <laughs> I had a uh, one of the God-approved stories. Yep. <laughs> I had a historical class that had um, that had the Epic of Gilgamesh as an important part in it. It was like a an archaeology. Uh, it was like like talking about how uh, documents get record, uh, recorded. Yeah, that makes sense, kept. I think. More so, than just like, let's check this out. Yes. But it's I cool. It's it good. It, it, Is it good? Yeah. Should I check it out? Story, the tale of Gilgamesh? It's, just, it's pretty good. <laughs> We're gonna, we'll do it for the show. I think every story <laughs> after that, that not so as good. so fucking funny. Oh, my God. Uh, let's do it. it. <laughs> we did the shadows on the cape wall. Yeah, we I had fun with that. Bring that up. Yeah, every other story is just ripping off Gilgamesh. I want to throw out Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, no, that's a good bit. Oh, another guy with a with a bull. Yeah, and a yeah. huge cock. He has a oh. bull. <laughs> yeah, babe, 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 the the blue bull, huh? the blue ox. Yeah, the blue he ox. has a blue ox too. Yeah, Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has a regular ox. I think. <laughs> no, she's big because he's big. Johnny no. Appleseed. No, Paul Bunyan is You're the one. Oh Paul yeah, Bunyan. I am. I'm sorry. 
Paul Bunyan. Yeah. I'm mixing up my American. Our... No. Yeah, he can't be in here. Use him for he's, Johnny Appleseed. Well, we've already got We're a guy with a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Johnny Appleseed. I don't know is my American based folklore. abilities, Cam, or is he just like a useful guy to have around? He's or not useful. Nope, 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 he just nope. grows apples. He... Why is he? Why is he recruited? For Maybe. Uh, he's a woodsman. He knows. That's Paul Bunyan. Around <laughs> Stop saying that. No. Uh, he, he like uh, he planted all the apple trees. He planted he the apple trees. He's a yeah. naturalist, like uh, mm-hmm. that guy in Apex Legends. Yeah, the hunter guy. Oh, okay. He's like that. Blood he's like hunter. A, he's like a botanist. He's like a. Nope. Nope. Only apples. <laughs> Only apples. But does he? He grows different varieties of apples. No, just the one. <laughs> no. What kind? <laughs> Uh, the most boring guy. Back to this was reminding me of the fucking Simpsons bit. I guess you could use it to hold things other than candy. No, candy only. Seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah. That's my pitch. Oh, most of my pitches, I fear, I'm going to get into like storybook land territory. Like, I mean, that's what we're yeah, doing. That's, that's what they did tonight. in the comic. Like all like Humpty Dumpty, Miss Muffet. That's fine. Yeah. Like okay. That gets a little it's bit like into fables. Ground. A much worse comic than this, if you can believe it. Mm. Um. <laughs> It's uh, not surprised or like fairly odd parents characters. It's like the fucking big bad wolf is in fables. Big I'm gonna add wolf poof. is a human form, but oh. he's like a werewolf guy. Yeah. But then they have a character who's Jack, but he's all three Jacks. He's like Jack who went up the hill with Jill. He's also Jack who jumped over the candlestick and the beanstalk. And he's the beanstalk. So wow. he's all three of What's them. What's so good about going up the hill? He's uh, he caves in he's got power over all hills. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to have done that? I'm at my strongest when I'm going up a hill. <laughs> but who fell down the hill? Jack and Jill fell down the hill and bumped their head or something? I think it was uh, Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack fell down yes. Jack and so broke so his crown. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why he thinks he's, he's dumb as Jacks. hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this guy. You don't know about that guy? No. Mm. Yeah. Well... Uh, I feel like once you get into like uh, public domain and stories and mythology, there's a uh, so few things that haven't been mined for things in our lifetime. But one of them, and uh, one of the ones that I am very, uh, I'm, I'm like honestly surprised hasn't been brought back in any way, is like uh, is John Henry, who from like the American folk song thing about him, um, <clears throat> was like he was like the railroad guy who used a hammer to drive spikes in to build the railroad. And there was the, the whole thing with the folk song is they build a machine to do his job, but he he still can have oh, yeah, the best he, machine. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's the a good SpongeBob, Disney short, actually, that they did for, for if him. remember the SpongeBob episode about the Patty Gadget, it's that story. Wow. That's the story. Uh, They're yeah, doing yeah, a bit yeah. about John Henry. That's good. Um, so John Henry would have a hammer and he would love trains yeah, he would only be able to operate around where trains are <laughs> yes job security he's dropped his job powers. security yes i'm trying to think everyone i think of him i'm like has someone done an edgy story about that person where they mm-hmm. like fuck and kill people and the answer is probably yes right not necessarily well i mean if we're talking about like, <laughs> like they ancient heroes then that's Shrek. just their story in yeah. general because gilgamesh yeah. was all about like gilgamesh is like chapter two is about him sucking his own dick and then Famous chapter three is dick. about him sucking Wait, in Keaton's really? dick. No. no. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. You guys can just lie to me. <laughs> right, is anybody else got a Alex, who uh, do yeah. you got? All right. So uh, I think, of course, we need Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Thank you. Yeah, she is. She is public domain. <laughs> she is. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, got a ruby uh, slipper. She can teleport, but only home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they have to find their way out of Kansas every time. <laughs> Toto is Toto there? Uh, yep, Toto's there. Um, John Otto. Henry, Otto. permanently. Uh, Johnny Appleseed and 
<laughs> what good she's team. permanently in black and white, though, unfortunately. Right, because the, the, the Land of Oz was a, something in the distant past. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Do we have I, anyone I, good yet? I guess John Henry is good. <laughs> Should I have thought of someone worse to fit with you guys? No, this fits with the comic book. Uh, um, we could do... Oh, and of course, I, 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 Ebenezer Scrooge would be very good, too. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ebenezer yeah. Scrooge it would be And his little nightcap. Now, like, he's not you, good at anything. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the, he's the benefactor, right? He's the one sending them on missions. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. after the events of the story, so he's good now. He's, good he's now. like, I need to fight evil and injustice across the world. There you go. All right, he just so buys everyone a turkey instead a, of actually doing yeah. anything. <laughs> um, I can volunteer Robin Hood. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I want that guy on my team. Well, oh, he can actually do something. <laughs> yeah. He's like the rest of our shit. He can steal from Scrooge. What do you mean? He can't play trees. He can climb them. That's true. See, teamwork. Johnny Appleseed goes in first as a scout, plants a tree. Fourteen years later, <laughs> apple trees do take a very it long takes time. So to long, grow. right? Let's check. <laughs> how long it takes for an apple tree. All right. Uh, while you're looking at that public domain, is Dashiell Hammett on there? I keep uh, thinking of that like kind of. I got novel Captain stuff. Freedom. If you need that, Captain Freedom. <laughs> I actually do know who that is. Um, uh, Bugs Bunny is on this list, which is mm, funny. That can't be true. <laughs> Wishful <No>. thinking. <laughs> yeah. It's That's just it. generating things that are too. Or that that are old should enough. should be. <laughs> yeah, it's like the auto thing. Like it, this, t- due to the rule laws uh, that usually govern public domain, should be here, but it's not. It's only forty eight years for an apple tree to grow. <laughs> so, so it's not that bad. A timetable for <laughs> <laughs> He has to get there early. <laughs> you want to set something well, so up. So maybe he just like preemptively plants trees in strategic positions, and then when he needs them, they're there. Yeah, he's already done it all. Yeah. Can we get Ahab on here? We could no. get Ahab on sure. here. Yeah, Isn't he in this? Call him Ishmael. No, no Ishmael is. is. <laughs> Ishmael is not Captain Ahab. Ishmael yeah, is I mean, on the one, next week we'll talk about this a lot. One, we get, doesn't. If you have one, the other one should no, be there. No, Ahab's not in it. See, the thing is, Cam, huh. Ahab's quest for revenge consumes him, and he dies. Oh, yeah. so oh, no. Spoilers! I was going to read it for next week. I was going to read it on the DS. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers Doesn't for the book, like, open with Moby him talking, Dick. talking about him? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, shit. <laughs> like if we got one. Nemo, we need... Odysseus. We don't have Nemo. We do not need Odysseus. No? We don't need Odysseus? <laughs> Who's Odysseus? Uh, from the what? Odyssey. Like uh, the, uh, Mr. The, Odyssey. The captain, I thought it was Homer. Gets... Actually, having Homer on the team would be incredibly yeah. funny. He's... And Bart and Lisa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the rest. Or Socrates. He's described. How long is Socrates it? Socrates just launches into a, uh, like various... The shadows on the cave wall will be there. Oh, yeah. Wait, what if, we got the, what if we got the guy from that story? Yeah. Who kills him with a rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't we give him a name? No, he's, he's the villain. The villain's plot is to put everyone in a cave with shadows. <laughs> I sure. don't think he's What's given a name. Cares? No, I think we gave him a name. We, we gave him a name. I don't remember we what it was. Did? I gave Listeners, him a let us know. Name. The guy in the cave we gave a name? Yeah. Or the guy I called down? him Andonaut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Like Joe Andonuts? No, I, I don't so we know. we can have like Jason Dr. and Andonuts. Yeah. Uh, and the Andonauts. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Um, the Headless Horseman is on this list, which I think oh, would be yeah. funny. He's a, he's a good fucking pick. <clears throat> I would Man. like a really fucked yeah, up like Humpty him. Dumpty walking around who I like, can't be killed. He, he always can put himself back together. Yeah. yeah. But that's explicitly did not happen to him, though, right? <laughs> I didn't finish it. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Spoilers yo, for Humpty Dumpty. What, what the, the fuck, fuck? dude? 
I was gonna read that. <laughs> it's almost done. <laughs> God damn it. Let me count all the king's horses so and all the king's men. We we don't have room for all of them. <laughs> all right, so who we got? Who we have right now? We have. Oh wait, I have um one more. Well, okay. okay well, so... we can narrow down the list if we just p- yeah. pitch another we'll, one. It would be fun okay. to try and to go well, and make this cuts. This is an accessory. <laughs> yeah, make cuts to our shitty team. Uh, everyone. <laughs> uh, they get around on the train that comes at you in the first movie. Oh, That's all right. Of... Yeah, and it's it's. You know, of course, restricted to tracks, so they can't go everywhere. But and it can it's... only come through TV screens and uh, yeah. <laughs> movie oh, theaters. This, this time frame for the story is rapidly advancing forward. Uh, yeah, when I figure this will take place now. Yeah. Ebenezer <laughs> Scrooge is still kicking around. Scrooge get, get iPhone money. Scrooge get iPhone. <laughs> Scrooge get iPhone. <laughs> All right, who we got? So so far we have. A Gilgamesh from the Epic of Gilgamesh. We have Johnny Appleseed from uh, Johnny the, Appleseed from, from folklore. <laughs> we have John Henry folklore. from folk songs. We have uh, Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. Uh, we have. Are we, are we serious about putting Humpty Dumpty on there? What's, yes. what's up with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. I'm sure he's fine. Or he could be an inciting incident. Maybe he died. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. It's he like Humpty Dumpty's like smash body. They're all investigating. It's like, like a watchman. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna need all the king's horses for this one. He's, he's the villain, and he's made himself a mech suit to protect what? him from ever okay. falling apart again. Falling but we have down. to defeat him um, because he's taken like some. And John Henry's like. Oh, I can destroy the city faster than that machine. And he's like taking his hammer and like yeah. racing wow. him with it. And it's like, wow, John Henry, you'll never be sold out by any his, machine. His arms were built to construct, not destroy. <laughs> That's yeah, true. I You're right. He, he, he can't smash. He can only build. Um, in a way, he's the Minecraft the, Steve of our team. Of course, wow. Ebenezer Scrooge is financing the operation. Yes, that's right. But uh, only in turkeys that he's bought for little kids. Mm-hmm. Odysseus or he's made little kids buy. People... I don't remember. <laughs> Odysseus <laughs> keeps telling people uh, that he, he he keeps wanting to show them the trick where he shoots the arrow through all the heads of the axes, but it's not that useful. He doesn't get to do it that often. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, uh, and then Robin Hood's on there. Is I I want to cut Robin. He's Hood. the only okay. good one on the <laughs> you know team. No, 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 he sucks. No, it's okay. He's had enough of his own time to shine. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I think that he is too cool and well known. <laughs> I would like to cut him for shittier characters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I honestly, if even if we we're gonna need an archer, I want Odysseus to do it because I think it would be funny. Okay, he's done that. So all right, and he's older and shittier. So we'll keep yes, going. yes. I think that Odysseus. So how many people do we have? I'm sorry, I keep losing track. So. Johnny Appleseed. Uh-huh. Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Uh-huh. John Dorothy. Henry. John Henry. Ebenezer Scrooge is the Ebenezer benefactor. Scrooge is, yeah. So he doesn't count. So He's asking know. kids what day it is. <laughs> I think the Horseman is cool. Oh, a Horseman? He's cool. Yeah, sure. Like yeah. What does he do? They ride the horse. <laughs> they all ride the yeah, horse? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Shit, what if He keeps like a stable. Humpty <laughs> Dumpty is the Headless Horseman's head? Well, no, they, they, they team up. So, so he's not fuse? on our team? Yeah. <laughs> Piccolo like teaches comedy. them the technique. <laughs> Piccolo? How old is Piccolo as a character? <laughs> he's in there. How long does it take to become public domain? Uh, like 70-something years? Yeah, Maybe? so we're, we're a ways off from Piccolo. <laughs> can, man, can you imagine Piccolo? <laughs> My <laughs> own Piccolo story. Death story. <laughs> what is that? The special beam kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I want to pitch the villain for this story, who is uh, my favorite old uh, shitty fiction character that I never stop bringing up. Uh, Stardust the Super Wizard. 
who absolutely Ooh. should be the villain of this. He's too powerful. His, his writer was an alcoholic <clears throat> domestic abuser mm. who uh, basically uh, got drunk and froze to death in New York streets. So his oh, rights wow. died with him. And ah. all his crazy comic book characters, including the ones that squeeze mobsters like Capri Sun packets, <laughs> yeah. turn people into rats. Oh, and can he we had... get Bazooka Joe on the team? <laughs> yeah, ooh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what about Archie? Is he public domain? Uh, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Casper when he is alive. Ooh. Richie Rich? Oh, yeah. So it's... Um... <laughs> If if an unpublished work and the author died over, oh, we're not getting into copyright law, please. Yep, yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's if the author died over seventy years ago, um, or if it was published by an anonymous author over one hundred and twenty years ago. Oh, the baby shoes. Um, or if it was published before nineteen twenty. I think we might know <laughs> famously who wrote that known one. The author. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of one anonymous story. Yeah. Okay. Life of any? the author plus. Uh, no, there years. aren't any. <laughs> Cardor Hookan, man. Cardor <laughs> that, That's absolutely Oh, uh, man. That's good. What? Wait, who? The, <laughs> wait, the wait, guy who was The guy who wrote it. No, the guy who wrote it. Or the car. They drive around in a car with a hook on the door. Is he a villain or he's on the team? I was thinking huh? that they... I, I, I'm kind of assembling an evil version now. I, I initially mm. wanted I to like pitch Stardust be... the Super Wizard as the one bad guy who, yeah. like... His ideas of justice are so fucked up that everyone else needs to band together to go against Mm -hmm. him. Because he's like, "Mm, being alive sounds like a crime to me. And he starts squeezing people like Capri Suns. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Uh, All right. So uh, now that I've gotten that that's pretty funny out of cam, uh, I think that uh, we should take a brief break before we move on to our next segment where we talk about Alan Moore's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm, much less good than ours. <laughs> can we do? Yeah. Can we More put coherent, in though. a spoiler warning for uh, Moby Dick before the episode starts? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, will, I will put a spoiler warning for Moby Dick before the episode starts. Uh, I think that would be very funny. I don't want anyone else to have it ruined, though. You know, <laughs> or Humpty Dumpty. You mean chasing that whale? Realistically, how many years off are you from reading Moby Dick? I, well, I was going to do it next week. <laughs> you were going to do it next week on DS. Yeah, DS. I was going to loan in the copy thing. on Download Play. How many times do you need to click on the Gentlemen, 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see. It could just be really bad. Set up too. <clears throat> Not good. We'll Welcome see. back, everyone. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. This week, we're talking about Alan Moore's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Seth, this was your topic. Yes. Uh, I want to know what made you decide to choose it outside of us bullying you into it. And, yeah, why'd uh, you pick this? I was really always kind of... Uh, you, I mean, you huh? explain it, but you always seemed kind of excited to do this. Um, like you had decided wow. on it. Yeah, I mean, once or... we said, oh, Morevember, I was like, oh, I could do this because this is like the one Alan Moore thing that I know that I've done that uh nick would not do like or not 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 do but like i wouldn't do this yeah this yeah. this comic is too shitty for nick to suggest <laughs> well, we've done like how, I, I turn my nose up at such pulpy trash <laughs> we've done three different watchmen things yeah. and we did from hell last week and i was like well yeah. i have this and i've read this and i like this and, and it's Chron- alan moore in the alan so moore chronology this like almost directly follows from hell mm-hmm. wow like, I mean, well, there's there's stuff this in between. This is like so early like, 2000s. Yeah. Well, you can tell this one's newer because it's in color. The last one was not in color. That's true. I shouldn't say directly follows. Watchmen it, also, it is, obviously. It is after color, color, mm-hmm. We We yeah. did Watchmen, then we did From Hell, and now we're doing this. That is in order, although there are things in between those, mm. I should say. God. Yeah. He was working um, in between those. They're not oh, important. I've, I've done, um, I've read Killing Joke, but mm. that's like. That's before. Kick- yeah, that's before, and yeah. it ruined uh, superheroes. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk oh. about killing jokes. Luckily, Sorry, there's no sexual assault in these books. Mm. Well, <laughs> Cam, if you wanted me to talk about the Joker, all you needed to do was ask, <laughs> or not. We, Sometimes <laughs> I do it without prompting. But um, I, I felt like uh, we didn't. I feel I, like at least. Nick and Cam no one wants Nick jokes. to talk about the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to get this out. The Joker. No, I do want to talk about the Joker. Next more Next member, April. we'll do Joker. Next more member, we're watching the new Todd Phillips Joker movie. Oh, no, during April Madness, I'll bring back my yearly Joker segment. I like it. Joker. We should do a Joker check-in at once a year to see where we're all see at. how we our feel. Our thoughts about the Joker. Where we are on becoming the do, Joker. Are we there yet? Are we becoming the Joker? Do we like the Joker? <laughs> and we watch the movie. We watch Christmas with. Oh, actually, we should do Christmas with the Joker. I love Christmas. Yeah. I watch it every year. So I. It's so I, good. I, like that sounds like a joke, but I do actually watch Christmas like with the Joker, Joker every year. It sounds like a killer. Joke. It sounds like it does sound like a Joker. Just wanted to make people laugh. Um, a Joker. Anyway, so I, I feel like. Let's get back to topic. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about the Joker a little bit more. <laughs> this week All we're right, talking about the Joker. Is, <laughs> he finds crime. He thinks that's funny. <laughs> he's so twisted. It's kind of fucked up. I would say he's quite the card. Why did he kill Robert De Niro? <laughs> I thought he was what he deserved. He liked him because he did a late night show. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, this, this series. Not as funny as Pupkin. <laughs> Rupert Pupkin? This... The Joker. This series is um, fairly... Is the Joker in this? The Joker's in this room right now. That's why we can't stop laughing. I start talking is and I expect you guys right? to... Yeah, yeah, we don't even need to say anything. You're going to do it for us. If you pause at all, I'm going to say the first thing that comes to mind about the Joker. It's funny that he does find crime. Like, like a sick little twisted fuck. He thinks yes. crime is funny. Like, if you stole a dollar, he would be like, that's funny. He would say, he would say, he would Because he fell into acid that made him funny. Uh It's the same acid they used to make playing cards, which was weird, because I thought it was just ink printed on paper. (laughs) 
The co- what? The cards uh, that the, we know? No, no. The Ace Chemical Company. It's not yeah. actually a playing card. Oh. So. <laughs> Nick, explain the code. <laughs> okay, so, oh, no. We broke Sam. No. The Joker fight. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, follows. Uh, this is Alan Moore taking his experience with Cape Comics and also his love of uh, historical literature and stories. His love like, of all things British, weirdly. Well, sort of, but not exactly. Mm. <laughs> there yeah, is, I was kind of getting that. It's like, why isn't Watchmen set in London? Like. He fucking loves just, this shit. Well, two more London. Watchmen is a very American story. He does what he wants to force for the story, right? Like, Watchmen is a very American story set in America. It's all about Nixon. It's all about it's the about Cold War. And, stuff. and it's about yeah. American superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, From Hell is about how London was a black ritual site that uh, created all the evil in the world from the very yeah. instant it was created. It's and then biographical, that really Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a historical document. And um, then League of Extraordinary Gentlemen started from the premise of what if all stories were true, and then how do these stories interact with each other? I do always love that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, that was a real guy, and he's around. Yeah, I I've described it as Victorian sci-fi crossover fic. Yes, mm, definitely. Yeah, I describe it as Joss Whedon's The Avengers. <laughs> but good. I would not describe Joss Whedon's mm. The Avengers if I could avoid it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I try really hard not to they actually. Are significantly less quippy than The Avengers. Oh, Captain Nemo's sub is really like there's a their Avengers <laughs> helicarrier. Alec Quarterman tries to say something snarky and just barfs up a bunch of laudanum. <laughs> At least anyway. can do something. Anyway. <laughs> so, the, uh, from the standpoint of all stories are true, he then works to kind of create, like, in the way that the Justice League or the Avengers were a bunch of uh, individual heroes uh, who had their own solo books, usually, who would come together to uh, fight a larger threat, he wants to create a fun little team-up between these figures of uh, classic literature. Now, for this story, he specifically said he didn't want to use anyone who would be too big and too famous, and they would just overpower the rest of these characters in the story. Make sure no one like, is interesting. Uh, which is why you avoid uh, Sherlock Holmes and Dracula, were the two examples that he brought up in the interview I read. Yeah, but they're still represented by people from their Right. Uh, of course, stories. they still exist. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or they're Because it's the remit of the, mm-hmm. the comic. Mm-hmm. I would also more... like to say that it's a remarkable restraint not to use Van Helsing. But it mm-hmm. makes sense because that happened a long time ago in the perspective of this story. Yeah. Like, Dracula would still be alive. Well, Van actually, Helsing if you look at... um, There's some, like, portraits of former leagues. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, see people like <laughs> oh, that yeah. in the back. There's really there cool stuff yeah. there. I really... of, uh... How many more of these are there? Did they do a bunch more? They did a bunch yes. more, do a bunch more of these? Yeah, but um, most of them are set in different time periods. Like, oh, really? Yeah, they jump, like, 50 years for the next one, and then, like, um, 60 years for the one after yeah, that. The next one is, like, uh, more like 30 years. It's, like, in the 1910s. Right, right. Um, you've got the Black Dose year. There, and there's, then there's the 1960-something. And um, there's 2010? Oh, 2009. Yes. So I was close. Um, yes, and then you've got, like, some other Joss ones Wheaton's that focus on, like, the individual characters. <laughs> like, there's one that I haven't read yet. <laughs> Um, that focuses around Nemo. It's um, about Nemo's daughter, actually. Yeah. It's um, really, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I only read a little bit of it. Uh, ne- like, Nemo had a son? Yeah. No, wait. Oh, Marlin. Marlin. Fuck. All right. <laughs> I was gonna say, God damn it. She's looking for him, maybe. Do you, do, you want me, do you want me to give you guys a chance to do that clean? Um, how do how should we do this clean? All right. Say it's, it's about Nemo's daughter. It's about Nemo's daughter. 
Oh, I now, you, now you say something funny. <laughs> I thought you were gonna get I, it. Well, I didn't want to step all over you. If you want to say oh, Nemo, they found him. Was a, a boy. I don't know. <laughs> so, Who cares? Uh, well, wait. Can you give me any characters that they use for those subsequent novels? Yes, I can. Um, so one Comics. of them Comics. is the Joker. One of them is Orlando, who is a character Bloom? from a. Yeah, exactly. Or- Orlando is from a book that I think is called Orlando and was made into yeah. a movie for wow. Tilda Swinton in it. Yeah, they uh, become oh, really? like a uh, yeah, like a, a mainstay character. And or- Orlando uh, switches between male and female. Like, yeah, changes gender a bunch of times in yeah. their original story. Yeah, like, and, like oh, as okay. like a is, curse type of thing. And is another person who lives mm. like forever, uh, yeah. but is not in their original story. As I understand it, it is not remarked upon. It's not like. Hey, isn't it weird that you live a million years? They're just like, oh well, life goes on, yeah. and it's like they just keep being alive through dynasties. Yeah, and actually, it's interesting. Um, Alan Quatermain nice. and, and Mina Murray um, end up finding the Fountain of Youth. This, this isn't really. We're jumping a little ahead. Uh, I should probably explain who's on this team, right? Yeah. Well, I wanted to know if anyone interesting showed up. <laughs> oh, the, uh, yeah. In the um, but it doesn't matter. We can talk about this off mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsène Lupin is one of the villains when they were, there's a French wow. league in, in one of the later stories that I, I, I do like. Anime? Or I say <laughs> no, <Yeah>. his grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lu- Lu- Lupin the Third is the yeah, anime yeah. character. Right. So the original Lupin. Got it. Lupin the gentleman Senior. thief. Haven't seen the anime either. And then Fantomas, I believe, is also on the French team. Who? The boss from Zero. I thought it, I thought that was the, the I thought I was gonna say the mask from Mario Two. <laughs> Culture that, that was a, a laser targeted joke at Nick. Uh, what is so, it? Van, Phantom, Phantom from Metroid Fusion. Phantom is from Super Metroid. Oh, from uh, Super Metroid. But no, it's also it's, in Fusion. Isn't it? Yeah. As no. a, oh, Zero Mission as a bonus boss. No, he's in Other M as a bonus boss. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners. <laughs> oh, I apologize. So, anyway. So who's uh, on our, who's this league? This league, One, in two. this story, uh, and the story begins uh, after uh, a, a little interlude that takes place during the uh, uh, incident at Reichenbach Falls. Uh during uh, the one of Holmes's final stories, or what was supposed to be, until uh, people yelled at uh, Arthur Conan Doyle too much, and then the thing from Misery happened, and he had to bring him back. Um, <laughs> and uh, after that brief interlude, we're shown where we meet Mina Murray, who anyone who has like read Dracula can put together pretty quickly, but they do treat it very lightly. They don't mm. like say, "Hey, it, aren't you?" It is a reveal, you kind from, of. Yeah, maybe it's because I've seen. Uh, uh, the movie, but as soon as because she had a scarf, I was yeah. like, okay, I know who this is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah, I think that they. Do... I don't know who this, but I know like who, like the, yeah. the context around the character. Right, right. So Mina Murray is Mina Harker from Dracula, um, and I think that it's funny that she talks about not no longer being with her husband. It's like that's because your husband died like a hundred years ago, isn't it? Like, and, like the. <laughs> The first 15 pages is about her changing her last name or something. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. every character is like, oh, your husband. Is yeah. Like, I'm not with you. Uh, and her, the first person she's meant to go pick up is Alan Quartermain, who is a marksman and adventurer but from the old pulpy style of adventurers where it's like he goes to an exotic country and tricks those stupid rubes into yep. yeah. getting away. He, he, racism he, way, he racisms oh his boy. way racisms. in. He racists his way in. Racist. And racisms his way out. There we go. <laughs> he racists his like, yeah. way it's out like of the jungle cruise at uh, Disney or something like that. Yes, like no, that basically, type of basically, environment. But, 
yes, and so the first one was King Solomon's Mines, and then uh, that was a short story. And after that one became popular, he got put in a bunch of other ones that I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it's not important. Uh, yeah, it's not important. Uh, the point he is, he's like, he's an old timey explorer type guy who is a who is a good shot with a musket mm-hmm. uh, or a rifle. And um, back then, you had to be. Back then, you had to be. He carries around an elephant gun, which they joke about. Yeah. Uh, yeah after that, the two of them go to uh, they go to find Doctor Jekyll, and, or really Mister Hyde. Mister Hyde is the one mm. who's actually on the team. Doctor. Oh, Jekyll and they're, they're already with Captain Nemo. They're yes. riding around in the Nautilus. That's true. Uh, not uh, Captain Nemo is the transportation. He's a lot more than that, but he is also the one who. He's very uh, cool. There's a, so he's, he's from an original story. No, he's, he's from, from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. Of course, oh, from Jules Verne. I yeah. haven't seen nor read that. Yes. I should check uh, it out. I so I was just talking about this with Seb during the break. Did Jules James Ver- Cameron do that because it was underwater? No. Uh, Jules Verne is uh, uh, the only French author who appears in these original story in, in this in the characters in the, this original story. Um, but Captain Nemo, as uh, an Indian man from the time when Britain still owned India, uh, is like a very important character to mm-hmm. the like legacy of yeah all, all but, these characters are being recruited by basically the grit by the British crown Empire. her majesty yeah they're like this is your duty to your country and he's just like well i mean i'm not really indian anymore because they surrendered and i don't really like the british but i want some adventure yes, yes. my country what, is the what, what sea mm-hmm. yep. yeah i liked him as like a man without you know legion or He's got doesn't have a home. He loves yeah. the ocean. And um, so yes, so we've got Captain Nemo, Alan Quartermain, and Mina Murray, and then they go pick up uh, Mr. Hyde, uh, who is basically the Hulk in this story. But I think that's yeah, cool. it's so it's so, so much the Hulk in this. Yeah, oh, he talks about Avengers. like it's oh yeah, so I used to crazy. be really small, but then yeah. I got really big because I fed on you know all the turmoil, yeah. like the inner turmoil. Yeah. I mean, shit. yeah, this is totally like now the Hulk is more famous. So you're like, oh, he's totally the Hulk, uh-huh. but really the Hulk is the Hulk is Mr. Hyde. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that uh, in but the, the Hulk's... way that I'm sorry, I kind of bring up the Avengers again, but yeah. the way they they play um, the Hulk in the first avengers movie it's mm-hmm. so the same as this it's mm-hmm. like oh we want you mr hyde you know it's like no you want the other guy you yeah want, yeah you don't, you don't actually want me you, you want, want mr. Yeah. Hyde. yeah you it's want like, mr hyde you think, but uh anyway wrong. and um so in the hulk's original stories he was very much a mr hyde figure where he was like he was like monstrous in appearance but he it was less about how he would kick tanks around and more about how he was like these emotions were coming out like he was like a really shy inhibited guy mm-hmm. and then he would like go hit on girls and like commit minor <laughs> crimes and stuff like Hello. that as opposed to uh as opposed to being like you know kicking tanks around which is what i like about the hulk <laughs> um, uh so hyde does a little bit of both in this and yeah. uh then they uh hear some rumors about uh, some immaculate conceptions happening and uh somebody sighs and goes the invisible man's over there yeah, <laughs> and, oh, that, yeah. yeah so uh the Invisible Man is the last member of our team uh, from, of course, uh, The Invisible Man. Oh, H.G. Wells is The Invisible Man. Oh, that's what it's from. From uh, the, that awful guy's movie. It is H.G. Wells, right? The Invisible Man is. from The Invisible Man. Um, yes. And uh, so that is your team. And they are being uh, led around by M, who yeah. uh, Mina Murray suspects is Mycroft Holmes, Sherlock Holmes' brother, mm. who is from the stories and is a real character. Oh, I was wondering what was going yeah. on. So he, in the Sherlock Holmes stories, Mycroft is always the one who works for the government, and Sherlock is like, you're a pussy who sucks. And Mycroft <laughs> is like, I have a duty to my country. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it ends up not being that, but we won't get into it. Yes. Um, mm. The, the guy who they are actually maybe. interfacing through is Campion Bond, who you later 
uh, find out is an ancestor of uh, James Bond. Of yes. course. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's in like the 1960 mm-hmm. comic. Yes. And they are fighting a villain, at least at the beginning, who is a kind of mixed together of all of like the yellow peril Asian enemies from the pulpy stories of the past, but specifically a take on Fu Manchu, who was in a lot of uh, this mm. kind of thing. Uh, if you're a Buck Rogers guy, who I can't imagine anyone born after the year 1970 is. Nope. No one on um, Earth, actually. Is uh, uh, Ming of the Merciless is also based off of this kind of archetype. Um, and so is the Mandarin, if you like Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. And who does? I like Marvel <laughs> Comics, but I won't admit to liking the Mandarin. <laughs> I think I'd just go Smart. right to jail. Smart. Do that. <laughs> okay, well, they did that again for Shang-Chi. It seems like you should leave that alone. So I, I think uh, Alan Moore... Uh, really toes a line he he navigates a minefield in wow. absolutely mm. uh, even having alan quartermain in the story is like like your the racism needle is getting way I too close to does not side. navigate the minefield in this i think he just fucking sprints through it like um, and gets blown up <laughs> but maybe we'll talk so, about that um it's like i it's a, a matter of opinion and i i can definitely see that like i i'm a little bit iffy about it but overall i i see what he was trying to do and i think he mostly does it which was um, be very pulpy in the same way that they were at the time, right? Without I, saying any, without really saying anything specific that they were trying. To I, without I, doing phrenology, something yes. like, <laughs> yeah, something that came to mind while I was reading this because it is also trying to evoke this era of pulp novel. Uh-huh. Um, Indiana Jones does a much better job at not being racist, yes, I think, but they I still so. do. Yes. <laughs> I think they're they're. It's one of those things was where, in the right place. Yeah, it's it's it definitely is pulling yeah. from the same kind of thing, of course. In the break, I was talking with Seb about Tintin, which I loved and I read a lot at, from uh, the elementary school uh, library that we had, and um, I think those stories were great. But uh, it, was Tintin never racist? Oh, of course not. No, oh, they definitely man. did it. They did uh, it. Yeah, uh, there's little a little guy. The, the, the two government agents, the when they are every time the they have to show up, they show up in racist costumes because mm. they're supposed trying to be incognito. They're trying to mm. blend in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the worst is the um, the, the Chinese, um, like the Chinatown area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's yeah, certainly... India was pretty bad, doing too. Doing a thing? No, they went to, I think it was like Egypt they went to. I don't think they ever went to They Egypt. went to oh. India right at the beginning when he's, um, yeah, and the when re- they pick when up they get Alan Quarterman. Oh, I thought that was, uh, And the, all the characters Middle are East. horrible uh, caricatures of Indian people, and then they tried <laughs> no, I thought to thought they were in the Middle East because they, they had, like, opium and shit, and it was, like, very Orientalist uh, Let me check. It doesn't matter, really. It's in the beginning of the first book. So, Seb, what did you remember and like about this that made you want to choose it for a topic? So what I remembered about it was a lot of just um, having a lot of fun with having these characters come together um, as their own superhero team, like a Victorian superhero team, um, and doing cool retro futuristic sci-fi shit. Mm. Um, like they have like this, like there's no planes yet, so they have like this anti-grav thing they're trying to um, get back from a guy. It that's is another. Cairo, that's another Jules Verne thing. Cairo, yeah, yep. Egypt. Wow. Um, so they're trying to get this anti-grav so that uh, other people can't make an airship. Um, and then it turns out that Moriarty is actually the one who wants... Uh, the them. other prominent M. Yeah. So yeah. He, he's I like that alive. that factors in. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, and, like, and Mina's M. like... To Mina's... tell them the actual, the real initial of your mm. last name. Well, that's such a Moriarty move. Oh, is it? I haven't read mm. those. He's arrogant. Uh, but Mina's very well-read. She knows about all these people. So she goes up to Moriarty and she's like, 
I, I, your professor or doctor or whatever his title. I is. loved your work, yeah. but you're evil. Yeah, <laughs> could you please stop being evil? Um, but it's just really cool seeing all that happen. Um, and then in the second volume, um, you get Mars attacks. Um, mm-hmm. or or it's, uh, it's uh, H. G. Wells is um, War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you and know, you, what, if Cam talked about people jumping out of the way of the train, but uh, the people actually did uh, do that shit for the Orson Welles reading of that story. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, but it, that's an American. I'm sorry, that's an American thing no, too. No, H.G. Wells is British. Oh, really? But oh, the, the radio play you're thinking of uh, was, I think an, was what did occur in America. Yes. Oh, okay. That yes. all right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, so they didn't have radio back in England no, at that no, time. No. They thought it was for Yanks. <laughs> yep. They still used. Beans. And it still is, baby. <laughs> 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 Fuck them Brits. Uh, so uh, it, yeah, in the second volume, you, you, there's actually an opening scene, and they're on Mars, and John Carter and um, Lieutenant uh, Gulliver are there, mm-hmm. and I'm just yeah, like, dude, of the titular dude, travels, yeah. mm-hmm. Gulliver. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just it was extremely cool. I was like, yo, John Carter, they're they're on Mars and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they don't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I really yeah, they're on Mars. That, yeah. yeah, I thought <laughs> well, that I would be they... the the thrust of the whole story. I thought them. they were gonna come back. Um, I, I didn't remember like whether they did or not when I um, reread this. I remembered most of the first volume once mm-hmm. I skimmed through it again. I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember this. Oh, that's we. Um, like I, I was like so like oh the invisible man is a rapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I He's remember a very that. bad guy. Yeah, no, he gets killed later. I love, how, I love how owned he gets. He like oh, gets, he gets like so more owned, owned than most absolutely people. Absolutely deserved. Do. Like and by his own teammates. By <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, by. Uh, Hyde. Mr. Hyde. Like, that's, like, normally Hyde is an insufferable bastard, but that time it's like, okay, good. Thank you for for doing that. Um, Yeah, while we are on that scene, I think it is incredibly good to do, like, the kind of reveal to him it's like oh no i always could see you like yeah, my bestial vision so early they yeah set it up in the first book yeah right? yeah yeah but he can um, see where, him yeah i think he almost he doesn't mention it that, ever yeah, though so it's like him, but then he was like wait no i probably shouldn't tell this untrustworthy yeah. guy that i know exactly this guy who sucks the most even more than me a guy who eats people yes he, <laughs> and the invisible man does and in the original novel the invisible man was also a guy who sucked he was oh, like of course he was an asshole the seems like the inherent trait of being invisible is to be a pervert like that's the only only reason you'd want to be invisible yeah You're not robin banks and yeah well, i like... simply do not wish to be perceived but that's okay <laughs> um but yeah i yeah, just so thought it was jack off <laughs> <laughs> um sorry no the, the books are just really cool um i think they get less problematic later when they don't when they're not trying to do the well this is how things are portrayed at the time um mm-hmm. like when you get to the 60s and 2009 or i'm not gonna make any excuses um, for this like it's, no it's, uh, yeah. it's not uh, really it is based in a thing that was yes. problematic yes. and yeah. it, so it's, it's still trucking um, in I, and some I think of he that he knows that it's problematic because he doesn't yes. linger on it um, I don't think he's really concerned about that. Yeah. I think all the art is problematic <laughs> and the numerous various... Who's the like, artist on this? this all um, the fucking shit. The, the amount of sexual assault in this is insane. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I was, I, it's Alan Moore's favorite, like, favorite thing to do. He loves week. putting that yeah. in his books. Uh, Kevin O'Neill. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's it's what like I was talking about last week. And I was, I was solution like, to emotional drive is yeah, like... Yeah, Alan Moore really likes sexual assault. He does it in like literally fucking everything. Yeah. Um, and mm. that, that does get old. Did we base um, a 
do we base our themed month around a guy with some problems maybe i don't know yeah, okay. i don't think so I, I think <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope anyway no i do agree like I, I think it's like his way of like oh this is an emotional turmoil thing uh, that's the easiest way i can do it or or just show that being a woman sucks yeah um, i definitely i have some problems with the way that mina was treated in this absolutely. in general yeah. um, <laughs> that's but. why i mentioned the whole first 15 pages is her like oh i'm important because of my former husband that's the only reason that i'm important yeah. and then um, she's really important mostly because she's actually very smart. Um, yes. No, well, she's, uh, she's <laughs> capable, but the, the narrative doesn't do her any favors. Yeah, I, think. It, it, I think it gets better later. Um, but, uh, she's also the only one who like lives beyond book two. <laughs> like one mm. of the only ones who gets yeah, it's to her stick and, around. And Alan, because they found the fountain of youth, mm-hmm. um, in Africa somewhere. But I mean, uh, it seems to me that she would have lived on anyway. Right. That's what it mm. like. Uh, she's vampiric. Do we know that she's really a vampire vampire? Well, I don't uh, think she's it, is necessarily like, a vampire she, vampire. She, she doesn't have to feed her anything like she that, but she definitely die. seems like she has oh, not aged point. since her story. Yeah. Well, she wasn't that old in the first place. I guess uh, that's true. Um, but doesn't Dracula take place like wicked long ago? No. I guess not, I in the, not in the reference of this story, I guess. It's not that long ago. No, this ago. is like 19... Keanu Nine, Reeves was no, there. I mean, it can't be that long ago. Keanu Reeves was there. It can't oh. have been that long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, who wants to go first? Well, I think we should have Cam go first. Like, Whoa. Talk about uh, how, how how all these guys are stupid. Yeah. And they so suck. I, I was gonna. Base it's not my... as good as the Avengers that Joss Whedon made. Well, yes. First of all, <laughs> but, uh, so I I was gonna base what I talked about on what you guys thought about this because I'm, oh, I'm so could okay, go you wanna, either way you know, model right. your opinions so, after the so one now I would, I would in that case we'll have Alex and I stand opinion. on okay. each shoulder so like if you guys Alex all liked it, it then I would say yeah okay. I would talk about the things that I didn't like about okay. it or okay. if you guys didn't like it then I would talk balance about it out okay, okay. Yeah. so uh, Alex why don't you stand on one shoulder then I think you were about to talk about how these guys suck and were stupid right uh, I, I didn't I didn't dislike this comic book no uh, what you're taking me up for um, I I think it's interesting. I like the premise. I think it's a good way to do a story. It's like, okay, here's a bunch of public domain guys. Let's do a crossover thing. It's kind of steampunky. It's, um, I think that stuff is a little played out now, but I'm sure when this came out, it played. That was, yeah. that was the thing that yeah. was happening at the time was like steampunk stuff. I, that well, definitely was the trend. People for turn of the century stuff because we were mm-hmm. experiencing another one of those. Yeah. The, yeah. Which just I think it's a little bit laughable that it's like we're setting a story in old times, and then immediately it's like airships, submarines, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like guns, old, automatic old, guns. Old they times were boring. Be, yeah, they yeah. don't <laughs> want to be in old times so bad. They're just well, like well, my thoughts on that are um, having Nemo from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea in here means you're going to get into that no matter what. Uh, because sure, they didn't have of, submarines like that. All yeah. of yeah. Jules Verne's stories are all shit. Yeah, like that's that. all steampunk shit. My favorite thing ever that uh, is a piece of machinery that he did for one of his stories mm, from the was, earth to the moon yes from earth to the moon uh, it's the so they're the like okay we earth. yeah we're uh we're designing a it was like a bet between these scientists about how to get from the earth to the moon and how jules verne does it in the story is the scientists build a giant like gun to shoot a bullet <laughs> from the earth to the moon yeah, with people cool. inside and it. they shoot and it so, into the eye of the moon <laughs> that's different <laughs> shut up <laughs> you're talking about movies now I mean, that's but, basically what we do well yeah, i i was much. yeah yeah sort of but, but it's, it's like uh, giant cannon it's yeah, like okay yeah. cool yeah i like that that's cool and uh uh as a little uh, nod to that 
the um, Space Mountain in Disneyland and uh, Euro Disney or what, Disneyland, Disneyland Paris. Yeah, Paris. Oh, it, it was Disneyland Paris. Now I think, or it was Euro Disney. Now it's Disneyland Paris. Whatever, anyway, whatever the one in France is is based around the French author Jules Verne's A Trip to the Moon. So there's a big cannon yeah, that's like a gun oh, that's that you cool. shoot the Space Mountain. Their out. original <laughs> concept for Tomorrowland, like their new fresh take on it, as opposed to the ones that we have, was like, oh, let's base it in Jules Verne's idea of what the future was. And this even comes back in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because the anti gravity device that's in the end of the first volume is i believe from a trip uh, or from earth to the moon yeah i yeah, that, they give it like um an elemental name i don't remember what element they yeah call some it. fake idea unobtainium yeah, yeah uh, that kind of thing <laughs> but all this was at the time when you needed to write a new novel every year otherwise your lights would turn off mm. this is what jules verne loved to do otherwise the british would kill you <laughs> yeah even though he was french the british would kill him <laughs> <laughs> they come over there they don't want them coming over so well, like, maybe it was because he was french. it might mm. be because he was french so this was the kind of thing that i the, the throwbacks to this sort of thing are, are what i thought were cool and why i think that they wanted to do this kind of technology thing is because if all these stories are true then naturally there's a bunch of, of fantastical is, stuff that exists yeah. so yeah. let's pull from it i mean i guess that that is the point of like why these guys are special is because mm -hmm. they have that technology but like you're reading a book that's about you know the past and it's just like ah fuck it all that stuff is you know <laughs> fuck any restrictions it's mm -hmm. just well, I, I think it's it's because this is all an homage to um, like nineteenth century sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, like, you immediately and sci-fi is always like, what if we had better, right. easier technology? Yeah, and yeah. actually, notably absent, I think, is Doctor Frankenstein. But I think also because he's too, much too famous, he's too interesting, too popular. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like same thing. Like he's got like weird, crazy technology. Mm -hmm. He's like um, using Very... lightning to bring dead people to life. Yeah. So, you know, just stuff like that. But, uh, yes, I enjoyed this comic book. Um, I I think the premise is interesting. I liked trying to figure out who was who because I didn't fully know who was who, really. Um, and they, they under, I mean, they pretty much tell you for a lot of, it's like, oh, the Invisible Man, who could that be? Hmm, <laughs> I see. It's like, okay, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, got it. Yeah. Um, I Nick had mentioned last week who Mina was, so I'm like, oh, it's the girl from Dracula. Got it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I didn't recognize the other guy, but obviously he's just from Pulp Story. So I'm like, oh, he's the adventurer type. Like that's the archetype that he fills. Yeah. He fills in for um, a lot of other characters who were exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and it was, it, I, it's interesting. I, I liked how short this was. Oh, that, that sucks to say. Anyway. Well, no, no, no. Uh, I get it. Because last we week I made you from yeah. hell. I think this is a great, like, next thing to do. Because, like, the yeah. comparison yeah. between them is so... There is more to this, but we read um, only the first two volumes, which is, like, yeah, the original but, run. Uh, also, like, in terms of telling a complete narrative, this does it. You, you, it does go on. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know... You can totally stop at the end of volume two and like be satisfied. You can stop at the end of volume one, and even though there's a cliffhanger, you can be like, "Yeah, it's fine. I I'm, I got the gist of it." Yeah. Um, um, and it's a pretty stark contrast, like Cam was saying. Between... I wish I did stop at volume one. <laughs> <laughs> pretty stark contrast, like Cam was saying, between last week's incredibly dense uh... black and white, uh -huh. like restrictively narrative, like historic. I mean, well, I guess you constantly know, they, they switching definitely... protagonists and perspectives, and uh... yeah, very artsy, like skippable paragraphs. Like this is <laughs> wicked short. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. It but was in a good way. Short. Yeah. It was definitely more. Um, I mean, it's pulling from like pulp novels and stuff, so it definitely is that kind of thing. It does still. It has the um, 
three by three layout, but mm-hmm. it, they're more liberal with like I was ex- that too. extending I was like, oh, the, the that? panels. Yeah, well, a, a lot of fun full page spreads for big yeah. stuff, like when the um, when the Nautilus comes out and you get to see that and a, like full page spread. That's good. I like the um, scratchy illustration style to kind of evoke like an illustration of a full page in a book. I feel like that's kind of what they're going for. Yeah. How about that handwritten font? Oh yeah, yeah. I I basically couldn't read any of the stuff <laughs> that was was supposed to be in the journal, yeah, or the diary or whatever. Um but uh yeah, no, I enjoyed this. I liked how short it was. I think we're going to not read any more comics for the show for a while though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean like the two people who would do it, we're this is us getting it out of our system yeah, pretty okay. much. For a while. Um, says you. Oh, you got, you got no, something? I <laughs> yeah, I didn't I'm, think so. I'm going to bust out some Spider-Man. We Please. Oh, Spider-Man. Oh, I've been trying to Elf do my West? classic X-Men episode for multiple or, years you know at this what, point. You know what this begets? You need, we need to do some ultimatum, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a hazmat no. we should do. I, reading this makes me want to do ultimatum. <laughs> to be like, oh, you think this is a oh, bad yeah, team of comic. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, all right. So I think uh, I enjoyed probably i think dr jekyll slash mr hyde is probably my favorite of the characters mm-hmm. that they do in this i think he always has something interesting to say mm-hmm. um and uh he gets some really fun action to do in this oh, show. <laughs> mm-hmm. um also uh, probably my favorite moment from this is when captain nemo pulls out his fucking harpoon gun and just like harpoons <laughs> like 30 guys <laughs> yeah. in the end of the first volume really good um it, yeah that's really really fun and you can tell he's been waiting to do it since like yeah the, the instant he well like, he's basically their him. chauffeur for the whole thing so it's like it's cool to see i mean he's an interesting character but it's cool to see him get to do something else i like and, his <laughs> disdain for the whole thing yeah, yeah. he's, he's like, like i'm just doing this because i want adventure and i don't trust any of you which which is good because the correct yeah. position to take yeah because he he's the one who figures out like oh we should probably get that anti-grav thing back because that's uh, that guy's evil. Yeah, that guy's that not. Guy's and he bad. keeps getting shafted as like, "Oh, we need to go undercover. You are the servant boy mm-hmm. now." Yeah, That's the only belief. Yeah, he complains about be. that. Yes, and it's like, well, we live in a racist society, and it would not be believable for you to take on any other role. Yeah. But in reality, in terms of status, like Nemo is the yeah, most the decorated one status. there. Yeah, he is. He is a captain. He's, he's a man of the sea. He mul- owns his own submarine of multiple nations. He's got like respected uh, yeah. by his people. Yes, or which by none... his his people, not yeah. India or, yeah. or, or <laughs> well, or, his country yeah. is the sea. Yeah, it's con- <laughs> the country of the sea. As shown by the fact that he's got Ishmael on a ship. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that was fun. I love. I loved Did it when his. Laugh or groan. So I know you're funny. about to say I'm this. So are you, are funny. I love it. Well, Ishmael shows up and says, "Call me Ishmael." I was like, <laughs> well, he says, well, "Yeah, we've been friends long enough. You can call me Ishmael." Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's a good joke. Shut up. Dude. I um, Not you, him. <laughs> but yeah, I was not super into how they treat Mina in this. As as someone who basically is the main character of your mm-hmm. comic book yeah it is she's like damseled four times in the first volume yeah. and then uh assaulted <laughs> yeah. uh, and the more than once <laughs> i think i was softened to it because it's not as bad in the following books uh, yeah i mean no, not that i in the fall in after the second but... one you mean after that one. Oh, okay. and the parts that I didn't read. Because in the read. second okay. one, the it's the like, later... you're having the vapors. You need to not be in the story right now. And, like, they send her <laughs> off to fucking Dr. Moreau. Well, they're actually on an actual mission, though. Mm. They're like, get out of here. You're, you're a crazy yeah, woman. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I agree with you, Cam. I think it's 
weird because she sensibly is the main she's like the perspective character for so much of this it's like the only like sound mind of absolutely Mm -hmm. uh because you know uh quartermain's going through withdrawals uh jekyll's going through potion withdrawals uh nemo's going through uh conflict result withdrawals (laughs) yeah he's just like angry and invisible man is just a guy who sucks and like going through sexual assault withdrawals (laughs) and they like i think they do a decent job of portraying her as capable, but in in order for like any of the conflict that arises in the book is like, oh, she's in danger, someone needs to save her. And in, it's like mm, in the later ones man. she So I think in the in the sixties one she she does have a bad trip on like acid. Ooh, that's I all think right. that's all I can remember. But it's like it's definitely like it's oh, a story that takes place in the '60s. They had to do that. Yeah, um, he goes to Woodstock. Well, it's <laughs> all right. Possibly. There's a funny bit in that, if I remember correctly, where uh, other characters who know her are like, "It's really funny that you're trying to like keep up and be modern because you're immortal. Like, you could just stay the way you are. Sure, you'd seem weird, but like, who cares? Oh, she. Like, oh, I know. They, yeah, she she's gets like put trying to act like a modern girl. Yeah. No, of course, uh, she gets put in the asylum. They they think she's yes, a crazy lady. You were doing she's that back then. But there there isn't as much assault that I can remember because he's like, oh, she. Well, all right. Alan Moore did the bare minimum for a story. Okay, cool. <laughs> so there's only one sexual assault in the 1910s version. Uh, my favorite part. That of my favorite thing they introduce is the idea of enemy leagues from other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's oh, yes. you know that's all my shit, yes. Rand. Dark yes. Avengers. Send them. So let me the, they there. have an American one, which is a lot of public domain superheroes, the people that were made by shit like Wiz Comics and Best Comics Yo. and shit before they before Marvel and DC ate all their lunches and just just demolished. Practically them. went there and killed them <laughs> yeah. in office. Some of the, sometimes that's the like actually the probably case. Stanley had like, killed the guy because he was writing a better <laughs> spider. Man, you know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> never mind yeah so Rest all those so those <laughs> are the those are the americans right and then the french are all like mostly from like gothic horror stories uh and then you have arsene lupin which is funny because he's, yeah. he's there master uh, thief he's like mm-hmm. a, a so thief. like and then there are the german characters who are like from fables like in germanic germanic uh, germanic germanic Pokemonic from demonic demonic German characters. Glue man is in this. Yeah. All so right. basically, when they're um, uh, that's some, kind of what goes on in 1910. 1960 is more like a an approaching apocalypse story. Like, oh, the Antichrist is about to be born. What should we do about that? And then uh, the t- 2009 mm. one is, oh shit, the Antichrist was born. What did we? What should we do about that? In a jar in the basement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a liquid. The fucking John liquid devil. Um. The later stories, something that the original stories have, the first two volumes that the later ones do not, is the the kind of sticking to very specifically like public domain or too old to care stuff. I feel like a little later on, because he's getting into the 60s and the 2000s, he uh, kind of lets it slip a little bit that he wants to like use some characters that were corporate because they're he finds their stories important. But like I don't find that as fun. Like like when. You know, when the actual James Bond himself shows up, I'm like, I'm like booing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck off. Kinda, yeah. I do like the, as much as I'm dunk, I dunked on it in the first segment of like, mm-hmm. oh, we got to make sure we have uninteresting characters mm-hmm. on this team. But like, you do, you're gonna, if you're on your fourth story, you're gonna bring in a blockbuster character yes. to make the audience go, oh shit, it's, yes. it's blank. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, uh, I enjoyed blank. this comic mostly. Um, I am glad it was short. I think this <laughs> I, I think this would have dragged if I had to read like two or three more volumes of this, I would have been like, okay, yeah, fuck these guys. I, I had already told you guys actually I, I 
uh, had already told you guys to read the first two volumes, mm -hmm. but like after skimming the first one, I was like, oh, maybe I should have just had them do the first one. Mm -hmm. I think the story so in the first one is better. Absolutely. I think the, yeah, the they're, Mars they're Attack stuff is, is kind of... I think the second one is um, bad. It's we'll not... But yeah, I don't Invisible know. Man gets fucking owned. That part is good. That <laughs> so. is When I think back of like what's good about the second one that's the only part that i, I like, like i like the stuff with dr moreau in the second one but i, I think, um I, think yeah. I, I felt like yeah. it, it completed that like time period arc yes so i that's what i yeah i didn't I think they set up stuff in the first one that needs to be completed in the second one but yeah. other than that mm -hmm. yeah i i don't mind how the last volume resolved either i think it was interesting it's like i don't know they're shooting disease bombs at the aliens mm -hmm. yeah i like that um yeah but yeah, no, I think the first volume was better. It's, it, I, I think having Moriarty be your villain is so classic. I think that mm -hmm. that works really well. And I then he flits off into space on his anti-gravity thing. Yeah, I like that. Great. Does that obviously they come back to that later or no? No need to. He just he, just he dies. He's, he's just gonna fucking suffocate. Wow! He can't come back. There's, there's he, no way to get down. I swear to God, I thought <laughs> he was gonna JoJo's. go to Mars and like <laughs> bring the, the aliens down. He's floating around. He's a block of ice down. in space. I love it. He's, yeah. he's cars do. from yeah. I was about to go there. So at the spoilers at at the end of the first one, he like they're going they're hunting the anti-grav device the whole time, and Moriarty turns out to be the villain and. They release the anti-grav device into the air. Yeah, and you release the bolts on it. The anti-grav yeah, device go off, instantly starts to float yeah. up. So, so yeah. Moriarty jumps on it and just floats into the air. The actual, actually, the last panel in this, in the first volume, is really beautiful. It's uh, Moriarty floating in space with the. Uh, I don't know if you guys yeah. got the yeah. Check that yeah. out. But it's just like him in space holding onto the thing. Mm -hmm. It's it's good. Well, he can't let go. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Better up than down. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I enjoyed this. I just think um, mm. it's problematic. That's yeah, my, that's that. my exact thoughts. I enjoyed this, fate. but I think mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, we don't give rankings on this show outside no, of October, don't. but I think <laughs> this or is definitely a now, mixed apparently. a uh, <laughs> a mixed work for me. Yes. <laughs> so. For me, like I, I have not uh, read all of these stories, but I know about a lot of them. And uh, the ones I did read, it was you know exciting to see the little things to it. Like, oh look, there it's it's from the Earth to the Moon, and like oh, yeah, it's I from... think yeah. you're you're pointing at the screen and you're going, I recognize that. That's yeah. what this is made. Alex for, and I yeah. were hooting and hollering when Ishmael shows up. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't uh, know any of this shit. So <laughs> maybe that's why I did like it. Um, so when I first read this, I had already seen the movie. Uh, oh, and I was a, inevitable. Yeah, well, we will it, talk about that. Yes, we we will. Will. We've all saw. The I movie. have not I seen not. the movie. Oh man. Okay, then you I'm not going to reveal. I'm not going to reveal any of the differences. Oh, yeah, we will. I, we will talk mean, about that. Oh, on. You experience those for yourself. Oh, no. I was going to argue about like I was like oh, I kind of want to do the from hell one now because since you posted the trailer in the chat, it makes me really fucking angry and I kind of want to see <laughs> it. You can do it next uh, year for more November. I do want to watch. Maybe me and Nick can do like a second half. No, let me in on that. I want to be in. Okay, we'll. If you guys want it bad enough, we can do from hell instead. No, I. We need to do. Both. <laughs> we more have to save something for next year. Hazmat's double Do we? feature. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Alan Moore has been working for like forty years. Right. There's definitely enough of his work. Yeah. Okay, we'll do it from we're, hell next. We're not going to run out of his work. We, I want to talk about, about the, the League of. We're going to run out of the Extraordinary show before yes. you run out anyway. of his, his comics. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I had already seen the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie. So when I read the comic, I was actually expecting a bunch of shit from the movie to happen and uh, annoyed that it didn't. However, now as an adult, I look back on. Uh, the stuff in the movie as really hacky and stupid mm. and the stuff in this as uh, like kind of I see what this story is to trying to do more whereas I did not before mm -hmm. 
the the uh, only thing I'll say about the movie before we record is at least Alan Quartermain right does record about the movie. Uh, at least Alan Quartermain does something in the movie. That's true. He's like um, cool mm-hmm. because it, yeah. instead of fucking Mina with his, his old man dick, he doesn't. Oh man, man. what a dick though. <laughs> there was consent. In I want to see it. There was a, there was they were consenting. It's one of the it's only fine. consensual sexual acts. <laughs> wow, you got to give it to Alan Moore. He did one. He, he did one. <laughs> he got one. In. The ratio is bad. The ratio is bad. <laughs> oh man, I just remembered something. Uh-oh. Sorry, I, I can't keep talking about other stuff that's not in this. So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna move forward. So, um, over time, as I get older i find myself appreciating dustier and dustier works of literature because you're getting dustier and because dustier. i am getting dustier and dustier myself. i absolutely agree on that um when before as a kid i would find that i did not have the patience for things that were written before a certain year now i love them as historical artifacts and precisely because they are so different from what i would read in other places the dialogue the setups the stories and in that way i have come to love pulp novels Anytime we go to Book Barn, uh, Emily and I, um, there's a Actually, revolving. I think that's where I picked these up. There's a revolving oh, wow, rack really? of yeah, like I was looking cool. at the front page, sorry, twenty cents. Like four on it. Pulp novels that are like all less than a hundred pages each, and you know it's all shit like Mystery of the Golden Idol, and there's a guy holding a gun on it with a with a machete in one hand, a gun in like, the other. I gotta like, know about a this jungle idol. vine is there, and you're like, oh, what mysterious land does he go to? He goes to. South America. That's <laughs> Southern England. Yeah, like, uh, it's in Wales. That's yeah. not very weird. <laughs> yeah, that's not weird at all. I don't know where Wales is. But like, uh, uh, Wales is on the western side. Southwest. No, uh, so, northern. I Damn have come it. to really appreciate that sort of thing, and I love these kinds of adventure stories because they truly are of their time and in the bounds of the imagination. When I uh, bitch about Marvel movies and when I bitch about a lot of things, I, I complain about the thing that inspired people when they were first created being this idea of this boundless imagination, being excited for an idea that you have of this fantasy and this storytelling and stuff like that. And i got to cut myself off because I'm starting to sound a little too much like Neil Gaiman. And um, <laughs> I, I think that uh, this stuff and the appreciation for this stuff is where League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is coming from, and I can absolutely meet them halfway on that. And that's uh, where I am going into this. And, like, you know, even from the very beginning where it's like, oh, here's the thing with Reichenbach Falls. It's the it's, uh, Sherlock Holmes end. It's like Moriarty gets pushed over the edge. His mangled body just gets pulled out of the water. Nope. And he's like, no, shoot Holmes, you idiot, shoot Holmes. What happens to Holmes? Holmes gets fucking uh, murked by Moriarty's goons, or at least that's what's implied. He just implied. gets shot by a henchman and that's dies? What, that's what is implied. We don't see what happens. So the idea that he could get away and still have adventures is certainly possible. And if everything that Arthur Conan Doyle wrote uh. is canon, then he does get away and have more adventures. Yeah. Um, and Moriarty floats up into space. Uh, but um, <laughs> So yeah, from the very beginning, we have this like kind of uh, shady government organization, the British government, uh, sh- uh, showing up to uh, like kind of assemble this team. And I'm there right from the very beginning. I want to know, even like the, the stupid stuff of like, oh, uh, Alan Quartermain's in an opium den surrounded by racist caricatures. I'm like, okay, I'll meet you. I'll meet you where you are here. This is exactly how those stories work. This is you're you're pulling directly from from what you're working with, and, and I like Alan, that it is pulling like the bad stuff. It's yes, like, you it's know, pulling like, everything. He would be yeah. there because there's opium there. Yes, and that's why, that's he's why there I, and I don't necessarily he's getting high. 
forgive it, but I understand yeah. it, so I, I look past it. I forgive that he's getting opium. I don't forgive the the drawings of the, of the mm. people of India. <laughs> They're horrible. And uh, when, you know, when um, I'm talking about the, the works that need to be preserved for future generations, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is not necessarily on no. my list. But I do, I am happy to experience these stories again. And especially that first volume. Uh, the second volume I find more interesting conceptually. Like, I think that it is a cool idea. And the, reading the back, you're like, wow, uh, the League versus Martians that from War of the Worlds, that actually does sound quite cool. And you read it, and it's not as interesting because you don't have the aspect of the team getting together that the first one has. There's no real element of mystery. And the science fiction stuff is a little, like, kind of half-baked, I think. Like, it's, there's no element of wonder because you already know kind of what's going on. Um... But I did love the interactions between these characters. I liked uh, seeing, like, okay, so all their original novels ended and they all lived, which doesn't happen to all of them. But uh, <laughs> uh, So now where are they? And it's like, well, uh, Mina had to be tracked down. And uh, the Invisible Man is just causing problems, causing problems. He's, like, he is absolutely pretending to be the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, no, I think this is... One of the strengths of this comic and a thing I like in in stories in general, I think, like getting the team together is really interesting and exciting. It's and, always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, this is a very, very early episode of ours, but um, I had us do the Team Fortress comics, and uh, a big Whoa. stretch of that is after the events of the game, getting everyone back together. Yeah, it's especially like, if you're getting a team together that was formerly together. That's yeah. That's even more fun. Absolutely. Like Blues Brothers getting yep. the band yes. back together. Yep. That was exactly what I was about to bring up. <laughs> Murph oh. and the Magic Tones. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he now? Oh, he works at the diner. He works yeah. at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, he works at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> so... Part of the fun is, of course, getting to see all these characters. Uh, part of the fun is, like, you know, imagining, like, okay, like, I am going to flip to the next chapter. What uh, other weird fictional character is going to show up next? Who's on the wall here? Who's, you know, behind this plot? What insane thing are they going to do next? Like, you actually kind of, I found myself getting into the mindset of, like, a kid being like, wow, look at Nemo's harpoon gun. Like, oh, look at this. Oh, shit, look at this. Yeah, it's so cool. I would buy this action uh, figure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to buy an Alan Quartermain action figure. <laughs> Riddle the Witch. Opium, action. <laughs> opium addiction. Yeah. A and, real um, wrinkled dick. And the narration. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> the narration is coming from that perspective, too. Like, uh, it's like, Oh, our female readers, their con their constitutions might not be able to handle the horror next uh, next week's issue. I knew you were gonna love those. Yeah, those... I love those fucking uh, yeah. narration like fucking cheesy like, dime store yeah. novel yeah. stuff. I haven't read any of them, but in the back back of the paperbacks, um, I don't know if these were in included in the um, initial issues, but there's like short stories and stuff mm -hmm. like that that are like that. Um, I never read them because I didn't have the patience to. Yeah. Uh, color, uh, but it is, what is it, like, color cool. by the numbers and yeah, stuff? Yeah, there's that's one that's, fun. like, a little board game. There's, like, things yeah. that are like, oh, punch out this and, and put your fingers through it and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, real commitment to the inspirations yeah. there, Absolutely. I think. Yeah. Uh, you have to expect to see, like, an ad for Dr. Bronner's soap or, like, a, some, some kind of tonic in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, drink your like Ovaltine. Yeah. <laughs> so... You know, going to the uh, early century, like those captions, man, those captions are exactly the kind of thing that I am looking for. Like this incredibly silly authorial yeah. voice that just wants to take you along. What kind of tales of ride. daring will we see next? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tales of daring. This could have been titled Tales of Daring. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> could have. And that's that's where I am with this. And I want to see more daring. Like I, I, mm. want, I want to see the adventures. Eventually I stopped caring like 
which fictional character was going to show up or whether or not I was going to recognize them. And I just wanted to see, like, our heroes jump from a moving train car to the next thing, or how are they going to get out of this situation where uh, Alan Quartermain's week. lie is very obvious and, they're, like, they're about to get, like, cornered by everyone in this, in this uh, you know, opium den. and like Corner maimed. Yes, they're about to get corner maimed. <laughs> or like, maimed. Oh, we'll... Uh, a stealth main. mission. We can't send Mr. Hyde on one of those. He'll blow our cover immediately. And then if it's like... If only we had some sort of stealthy... If only we had some sort of... And then Invisible Man just being an asshole, he like beats the shit out of that cop and then takes his clothes but doesn't do anything to his face. Yeah. So he's just walking around like... Just says, um, I'm cold. Yeah. That's why he <laughs> killed a man. He can walk around naked all the time. Yeah. And so he's like walking around and he like doesn't have anything on his face. So he's still scaring the shit out of people. A bunch mm-hmm. of like civilians are running away from him in terror and they're like, you're the stealth guy he's like yeah i was cold fuck off who yeah, cares Mina and they everyone say, are like freaking out like, they I, see him i don't know i was a little bit mm. yeah i looked down <laughs> yeah my hat covered it it's yeah. dark out yeah um i love the stuff with the anti-gravity device the big giant zeppelins and the like this cataclysm that they are trying to stop yeah yeah i was just i found myself really along for the ride for the first one um and the second one, I wasn't as much, but there were still things I enjoyed about it. I loved the way the tripods were drawn. I, I think that the uh, all of the designs for any kind of Martian technology or, or spacefaring craft were just, like, so cool because they're not trying to do what we normally see in American media or any modern media, which is American 50s-style retrofuturism. You think of, yeah. like, the— uh, All aliens are bipedal— uh, are, the big-headed flying saucer guys. Any rockets look like a rocket in the Looney Tunes cartoon where it's a bulbous bottle shape that yeah. has a comes to a hard point at the end where it's like, no, in this they look more like weird anglerfish that like are flying around with like long tails and or fins. Yeah, because yeah. At, at the time, like in the Victorian era, they didn't have a basis of like, oh, what are we sending satellites yeah. into space with? Like nothing like that had ever been made. So they had to like you completely yeah. just make it what up. What would be the optimal thing yeah. to shoot into yeah. space? So Who that knows? is my favorite part of the design is working with these like, you know, Jules Verne era, like kind of visual designs of what we can see. What were the uh, names of the, the giant tall guys who sh- shoot? Oh, they balls. have named tripods, I think they call no, them. No, no, or no, like no. The other Martians stools. that uh, come while they're on Mars. I don't remember what they're called. No. They called them something. Oh, the tall guys. Those yeah. guys were cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're really cool. They don't show I, up for the rest of the That's another thing that I really enjoy. too interesting. <laughs> um, I find that, uh, like, just, like, so many of our characters on our main team are like huge assholes, and I, I find that like mm, it's like bad. trying to build the X Men out of all Wolverines. It's kind of a bad, uh, <laughs> bad idea. Which they did. <laughs> they did times. do that. Gambit is a Wolverine. We should do a Wolverine episode of naming all the Wolverines in the X Men universe. Sunfire, the proto Wolverine. For, yeah, Sunfire is an X uh, Wolverine. Uh, yeah, Gambit's but so Wolverine. like this is yeah. You you gotta you can't build the whole plane out of the black box. It's good. It's important. You can. Have, it's important to have a. They're gonna do it. there, but somebody should keep a cool head. Otherwise, your team is just going to be trying to kill each other all the time. And eventually, I like that. You know, it's not just like the uh, Invisible Man betrays them and then he gets like kicked off the team or something. Like yeah. Hyde takes the rational in one way. Like you know, if Mina had found him or Quartermain had found him, they might like I don't know arrest him or whatever. Right. But Hyde... be, I think he truly would have been kicked off, and yes. that would have been the end of it. Yes. But like this, like. There is only one guy, like the 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 rest of them are assholes, but he's kind of the only one who gets like 
punished yes. for it or whatever. Well, there, there, others are assholes, but not quite on this In level. In a detrimental yes. level to the human race. Yeah. <laughs> pretty bad, but... Yeah. They're so, like, oh, he's a rapist. That's fine. Anyway, he's on the yeah. team. Yeah. So, like, uh, the thing about Mr. Hyde is that he's, like, social inhibitions gone. Like, even more so than just him being a monster. He's the kind of guy who is, like like just always says what he is thinking and always acts out so there's no restraint on him so when he see, perceives an injustice he immediately goes to like meet it out like he immediately is like you deserve this and while everyone agrees with him they're like oh i don't know if he should have done it that way i wouldn't way. have done mm-hmm. it I, more polite yeah. I, I probably wouldn't have uh, fucking carnaged that guy uh but you know you do you mr Hyde. But, but like that's a good thing for him as a character yeah. right he does or, what we're all thinking right <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. earlier on uh, uh mr hyde's like you know i've seen i've seen how people look at us because we're weird freaks and everyone's like well mm. you are a weird freak the rest yeah. of us are mostly fine uh, like, okay bro yeah, yeah exactly yeah, no one thinks you're weird yeah <laughs> And uh, how he's, like, calling their employers assholes and saying, like, we shouldn't be working for them, which Nemo is also saying. So mm. immediately those two are kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah. But uh, Nemo still They almost have a majority vote on we yeah. shouldn't be doing <laughs> yeah. what they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there was any voting at all within this team, it would not be a team. Yeah. Uh, just like how they talk about, like, oh, yeah, the team is disbanded. Like, what? Did you really even get it together? Yeah, yeah. were we really even a thing? Yeah. Bo- we found out our boss was evil in book one. Well, I don't even <laughs> yeah. know how we're still well, doing this. Put it into space. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I found myself I, enjoying this, um, but mostly as, like, a kind of a breath of fresh air compared to the last thing that we read, uh, which was very kind of grim. It, it did not evoke the fun of adventure, uh, talking about uh, – prostitutes freezing to death in the 1800s yeah um, this was definitely fun uh-huh. as opposed to from hell which uh, yeah i wouldn't that, just I, interesting i really liked yes. from hell i really really liked yes, it. i did as well but, but i would not never say it was fun yeah exactly that is not the word you the vibe to is not it. there the, the vibe is bad yeah. the, the vibe wow. is downright I think sinister Masonic rituals are pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. fun so yeah i definitely don't think this story is without flaws uh i think that it kind of squanders a lot of cool concepts in terms of like it is a the, good idea the cereal eating 14 year old <laughs> in me would have compromised more of the literary integrity for cool moments mm. um but uh i still enjoyed my time with it overall cam what did you think i wonder what age i would have liked this at i think because i think for me i was a little bit later to the like oh i like dusty stuff for mm-hmm. sure so like this at reading as a 14 year old i definitely would have been like i don't know who any of these people are except for the invisible man and i right. I, I don't I, even know who he is i right. you made He's me think of something i don't know i don't know if there's it. a venn diagram of ages for me both where i wasn't tired of steampunk stuff and yeah. would have known half of these guys right i don't think there's a I think there's no overlap there yeah i feel like i'm reading it at the right time yet i still feel well, it's like, yeah, when I read <laughs> yeah. this, I, I mean, when we read this now for the show, I knew a lot of the guys, mm-hmm. but I, like, didn't give a shit about the setting because it's so oversaturated now. Yeah. I don't know I, if that's... So, just to start off, I liked the first one a lot, and then the second one I think is bad, but I, like, so, like, the 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 characters, I... Definitely by the first segment, I, I noticed that I don't know who any of these guys are or any of these old stories that we referenced. I was bringing up like 
Johnny Appleseed and Humpty Dumpty. No, that's funny. Like, oh, obviously you know uh, the first man, the uh, first Gil- story. Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh. You, you know, know Gilgamesh. him. Oh, I would like to... Um, I do want Hamlet on the team. I think he's pretty funny. He doesn't. He never doesn't ever make a decision, and he's not good at anything. Yeah, <laughs> a character I relate to. Um, yeah, Shakespeare would be a funny the, thing to roll into this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. We no one brought up Shakespeare stuff because yeah. none of them have special powers. I guess like they're all know. just like guys. Johnny Appleseed it's, doesn't either. But you what? <laughs> he can grow a tree in There's four to eight years. In yeah. Romeo yeah, could kill himself. Like I don't guys. know. Yeah, right? <laughs> they all are so flawed. They never get anything done. Um, yeah, it's got the, the skull at least. The art was good, except for the racist parts. The um, I was actually hooked on the first book pretty early on. Like I started reading it. I was like, oh shit, I got to read all these before. I started on monday we record on tuesdays mm-hmm. so i knew i had to read i somehow started later than that yeah <laughs> right <laughs> somehow you found a way <laughs> but like i was like oh shit i'm gonna be exhausted and not want to do this and i read the first one i was like oh that was good and then i was like oh, i i might have to read the second one before after i get home from work and i knew that was an impossibility and then i just started reading the second one and i just finished it all in one sitting like mm-hmm. this is very breezy it's, it's, again compared to last week alan moore <laughs> Pretty good at his job. <laughs> yeah, pretty good writer. <laughs> he can make a comic? He can make a good comic book. Um, and especially how insurmountable uh, From Hell looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is definitely mm-hmm. a, a, a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. A fresher breath air. But it's like, it's, it is so like pulpy and like exciting. And especially, this is definitely something I would pull off of the, the public library comic book shelf and that was how i first read get it get really into the it public like library. it's just screams that to me it's like as a kid i would be like oh this is exciting and i'm not supposed to be reading this and like it's Ooh, fun and i kind yeah, of it's enough it. like uh something it's like vaguely scholarly it's like mm-hmm. oh you know sure you could have yeah, yeah. Oh, you know yeah it's, uh, when you're a teenager and everything you've read is like naruto or cape shit this feels scholarly <laughs> it definitely that's what a is good it point. is referencing a thing that you yeah. could find in a book right, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. even though uh doc dracula is like uh genre trash you would still might have to read it in an english class mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, Naruto, but not Castlevania happening. Castlevania doesn't feel <laughs> scholarly. Yeah. Castle, Castlevania does not feel scholarly. How dare you? <laughs> what is a man? What is a man? Um, uh, yeah, I always like the character of the Invisible Man, like, as, like, a, like, yep. a shitty guy. Like, mm-hmm. I always think it's like, well, what is this power useful for other than jerking off? It's mostly, like, you're not going to rob a bank as an invisible guy. It's kind of pointless. Yeah. Why do you even need money in the first place? You don't need it. So just... What are you going to steal? Clothes? Yeah, you're you you're going to them. be a creep gonna, or worse with this do? power. Well, the only thing yeah. is to do is jack off. So like, I like that he's a bad guy, and I like that they double down on it in the second book. The the like the liter- the unforgivable sin of like siding with aliens who are killing <laughs> the humanity. Like, there's a, nothing more. No further line to cross. The, yeah, it's that. the furthest line. Extinction is to event. betray your the human race. I think they have some good out. points. Yeah. That's all. And they could, they could be right. And siding with them is hilariously immoral. But like he's going, and they do it in such a cheesy way. Of he's going to the aliens and drawing pictures in the sand of like they're using ocean. 
this mm-hmm. is how you beat ocean i'm like it's yeah. so funny how mm-hmm. completely immoral evil he is like as nick mentioned he's introduced uh like i re- actually really thought it was funny the way he's introduced no it like, is it's it is a funny good story mo- funny. moment yeah. That is also an illustration of how horrible the invisible yeah. man is. Yes, and then they put him on the team, and you know, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Yeah, but and the what he's actually doing. Also, is if you think about it in terms of like a morality thing, impersonating the Holy Ghost is about as blasphemous as it. Uh, <laughs> I as think it's good actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think pretending you're doing miracles is fine as long as you're not committing sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> like what, the one what girl they catch him during, like. Later, she's like, no, no, it's okay, because she's so fucking repressed or something like that. It's I don't know. Weird. Yeah, that's, I don't even want to All that stuff was hard for that. me to read. I did not I like mean, it. obviously, the entire school is a school about, like, be horny, mm-hmm. apparently. Like, teach girls to be horny. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Mm, well, weird. I, I think it Alan was... Moore, weird. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Yeah, never mind is right. Um, I think... <laughs> Alan Quartermain is the most boring character ever created. He's, he doesn't do anything. I think when we get to the movie, I'll talk He's about He's a good old more. British chap, though. He literally does nothing. He, He's got an elephant gun. The he does is shoot the ceiling once. Yeah, he's got the elephant which gun. Which I liked. I like that he shoots the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I like that he's Carries a flawed character when he goes he fucks. to... He does fuck. He, he sure does. Um, he should do something. <laughs> Why doesn't he do anything? He should be... I, I, I think don't know. That, shouldn't he do? Shouldn't he yeah. shoot a guy? Why? Yeah. He's a right old like, chap. I feel like it's hard to have it both ways. It, to have your can't he do to have your you, no no no. I'm I'm agreeing with you when I say it's hard to have it yeah. both ways. No, I'm to, not. To I have disagree. your character say like to have your character be like a serious representation of a man who's fallen from grace and a hero who can't do the things that he used to do anymore. Mm-hmm. But also, if you want to have a fun adventure story, you should have somebody who can do this stuff be... well the story should be oh i can still do it i'm yes. the guy i can still do the yes. thing he does, he does not, not do it he does not he's there he's he not puts... even good at like communication or, or being like, a leader getting or around or he has resources or something he's <laughs> lit- he's completely useless on the team like most most old men he's a burden to the whole team <laughs> he's just like a guy who's a- addicted to stuff mm-hmm. um yeah. I could really relate to him. That's yeah, all, that's yeah, all I'm yeah. I, I related to him. In that an old I don't feeble have man, <laughs> an old feeble man who can't do shit and is addicted to stuff. Um, the 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 Jekyll and Hyde stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved how much it. I hate that I'm doing this, but like the the Avengers parallel is mm-hmm. in, incredible. Like, right. it's so like I hope. If you're making an Avengers movie, I hope you read this comic book because it, it does, it does it so well. I think like, Alan Moore would punch you in the face for that. I mean, it's sadly, well, you take from the good stuff. You know, you're making an Avengers movie whether you like it or not. Are you gonna take from good yeah. stories about heroes coming together? Then Disney will put you in the Hague if you don't make this Avengers movie. So <laughs> make it good. <laughs> and that's why Mickey Mouse is on our team. Yeah, but uh, it. it um the only i so okay so the second book to say again i really like the first one Mm -hmm. i was hooked on it i was like it was a page turner i was like i should be doing something else but i'm reading this book instead i liked it i was interested in where it was going i i think especially coming from hell coming from from hell coming directly (laughs) from hell coming from from hell like spawn might do (laughs) uh 
it was like, oh, it's so nice to read a really pulpy, yeah. trashy. This one's in color. Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in it's in color, and the art is kind of bad. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> this one has captions that tell you what's going on. You don't oh. need to interpret one million Same percent of what's going many on. Captions, I feel. It's less captiony, I thought. It's got a lot of narration. I guess it's more like at the beginning and end of stories. Yeah, and it's always from a character. It's not from like, some omnipotent source. Well, they do the they do the like oh what will happen in this issue oh, like yeah. they do like at and they the do like set up when we last left our heroes they were going here to do this mm-hmm. to investigate this sort of thing. I've already mentioned that I don't like that it like I like reading a story in the past when it's about being in the past, not because every character is just mm-hmm. you know like. When they go to fight the Science. guy at the end of the first book, he has, like, an airship and, like... Mm-hmm. Moriarty. Yeah. Uh, well, not Moriarty. The the Yellow Devil or mm-hmm. whatever they call him, that guy. Dude. The captain. He has, a, he has like, a different yeah, name. He's, Some he's a different thing name. that's... Mm-hmm. They didn't want uh, to call him Fu Manchu, and I understand that. They chose a different racist thing to call him. But, they do uh, use the term Chinaman uh, a lot. Well, it's historically not... accurate. <laughs> you're just being racist. And you don't have to do. It. You don't have to say that. You're making up an excuse to have to say it. Yeah. But um, Alan Moore just really wanted to be racist, and yeah. I respect it. No, <laughs> it's, like, it, it's, like, oh, it's accurate. Um, but so yeah, I don't like when uh, you're telling a story in a set era, and then you just like have a bunch of excuses to have automatic weapons and it's like they actually have iphone too yeah it's like who give a shit why is it (laughs) set back then but i get what you guys are saying is like those stories were always looking forward so Mm -hmm. now we have a story in that time that looks to us sort of but um it it it, but also, it sidesteps the, all the restrictions, yeah. which was the what steampunk makes stuff also sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a, a favorite moment in this? I have... I really liked when Alan Quartermain finally did something and shot the roof, and they had the anti grav thing, and they mm. flew up to yeah, the ocean, yeah. and Nemo gets him. I felt like everybody mm. got to do something yes. in that moment. That was their Avengers moment. assemble. Yeah, they finally assembled and did wow. something all together. Um, uh, the second book, kind of like amplifies all the stuff i didn't like about the first one mm-hmm. like there's significantly more sexual assault they, they go further into the futurism with aliens mm-hmm. um which normally i'm always like oh yeah well, aliens, i do love those especially the world's, aliens. War of the world's tripod mm-hmm. aliens mm-hmm. i love that shit um i really liked how dr moreau paid off mm-hmm. where it's like oh i'm all about you know uh, biology biology combining mm-hmm. what's the word i'm looking for like uh, gene hybrid spli- gene splicing hybrid. hybrids uh, yeah hybrid stuff and so it's, it's like oh H, i thought whatever yeah, yeah they're always talking about like we need hybrid 142 and mm-hmm. they're like oh shit and i'm like oh shit what's hybrid 142 right they've got it in the box it's not gonna be hulk because they already have hulk mm-hmm. who could it be that's so cool like i'm like is it uh um oh shit now i can't remember the name um Who's the guy? The Sentry. What was his other name in Marvel? Uh, the Void. <laughs> no, the sen- the blonde guy with that's the, the Sentry suit. and the his Void. The Void is the enemy. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. His dual purpose. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like a um, you know, some superhuman mm-hmm. like Superman guy, mm-hmm. but no, it's actually like a, a biological <laughs> weapon. It's yes. a bio weapon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you thought it was gonna be a guy with legs? Yeah. Would, no, yeah. It's, it's not the common well, no, it's, because it's, 
It was that's like, the story they spin or whatever. Right. It, it was like something worse because they were talking about, oh my God. Yeah, it was a combination of two people. things. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, it's that's my whole thing. That's yeah. what I do. Obviously, I combine, combine two that's diseases. That's why the government lets yeah. me do this because yeah, like, I make bioweapons. I like, spliced uh, rabies with rheumatoid arthritis and now I'm killing all the aliens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As everyone looks down at their shoes and is like, I guess that makes sense. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's why the government lets I, you do all no, this shit. That's more evil than what I was thinking. Tiger Man. When they talk talked to bond about this too it was so funny because he's like oh yeah all that all, all that fucking hybrid stuff it doesn't matter this is what we really keep him on for yeah. it's yeah. like we're gonna euthanize all those freaks later yeah, you're, <laughs> you're allowed to make catman a hundred times because it's like, you made bio weapon. yeah we're gonna we're gonna kill all of them anyway it's not a big deal yeah i like the reality Dr. Moreau cl- co- uh basically invents the flu and yeah. it causes problems <laughs> The the only good part about the second book is the the hide stuff or the I'm, I always yeah the hide yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, Doctor Jekyll. Doctor Jekyll's so, the guy. Hide is the thing. Yeah, he's hide like, is hiding within him. Whoa. Mm-hmm. He's like the 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 Gray Hulk, like mm-hmm. evil but reasonably mm-hmm. evil. Like I'm doing all my evil things for the right reasons. Yeah. Like, he and, kills the Invisible Man mm-hmm. after he betrays all of humanity. <laughs> and when he gets angry, it's because it's out of a feeling of mistreatment a lot of the times, whereas Jekyll is a total pushover who will let things happen to him. Yeah. Hyde is like, hey, you can't just say that shit to me even if you are the government. I'll rip your fucking dick off. And then to double down that he is a bad guy, he, when he's about to get himself killed, he says, uh, let me touch your boob <laughs> to the one woman on the team. <laughs> and then yeah, he goes and she's and like, gets okay, killed. I guess I can't say no to that. Weird. Yeah. She probably should have stuff. said no to that. Um, <laughs> I like, yeah, I like all that stuff. And it is uh, replicated in uh, Just We and Avengers. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, the first book's really good. And I, I was, I love this kind of pulpy like trashy kind of stuff even though it's all based on respectable like intelligent works mm-hmm. i think it's it's it definitely is giving off ultimatum or like ultimate avengers like kind of event comic yeah, vibe almost. The, yeah the only thing that brings respectability to this is that they are old stories yeah like, these are like right. these oh, are these all are like scholarly works yeah but the like all this shit was good. all this shit was like a genre schlock of the when it came out yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, that's a good, it's like the thing that, that people po- point out about shakespeare plays is that shakespeare plays at the time were for the commoners the commoners were hooting and hollering and throwing yeah, shit on the stage funny. they loved it yeah there yeah. were jokes Everyone's people like, talked about licking each other's buttholes in that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and like so at the time of course you know these were these were pulp novels they were dime store they were trashy you pick it up and you read it and you're like wow i wonder how dashiell hammett's gonna get out of this one and somebody's like huh Wow, for Philistines. You know, yeah. if you'll excuse me, I'll be reading my village issue of Phrenology Monthly. <laughs> You're not reading Faust? <laughs> Yo, what are you, you doing? Read that on Clay, dude? If well, I actually, Clay, Faust should have been in this. Sorry. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I actually think he's on the German team. Oh, of course. Hey, nice. <laughs> Uh, last last thing I'll say is about some of the Dante characterizations. Ooh, from Devil May Cry. Get him in there. Where's Kane? I don't know. He can be. I'm getting able. No, you're not. <laughs> Dante walks on foot through multiple planes of existence and is talked. Looking for his dead girlfriend. He talk. He's talked to by other people. Like he's, people talk. Yeah. At That's him. his power. He, all all Bro, this happens is stuff gets stuff he gets explained to him. He can force the exposition to happen. Um, I think Nemo is very cool and right oh, that so Alden, cool. everyone in this book sucks and is a jerk. <laughs> so when when Moore wants to do like more stories that are like kind of spinning out of this universe, he does goes the Nemo direction. 
which is the definitely the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, I do wish... Um, what's her name? I already forgot her name. Uh, Mina? Mina's was a, used better in this mm-hmm. book. I think he thinks he's doing something right by having her be the main character. Mm-hmm. But then her only useful quality is that she's not as deranged as everyone else <laughs> like she's her ability is that she's not fucking insane the whole time and then just gets abused through both books and never mm. gets to do anything cool other than say why don't you other than not be killed yeah other than not be an idiot the whole time it 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 sucks and it's sad i hope she does something in the later books but mm-hmm. in two volumes is too long to wait for a woman mm-hmm. to do something cool understandable yeah Seb, were you happy uh, to hear all of this from us? Were you happy to come back and revisit the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen yeah. with us? Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. I, I feel like a hypocrite because I'm always the one who's like, eh, women not treated well, and, and, and I was the one complaining about it last <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, um, I'm glad everybody got to read this and check it out. Um, now we have one more Alan Moore thing under our belts. Yeah, um, I, was, I think yeah. that this is... Uh, we never have to talk about it, it again. I place when I first um, saw it. It gives know. a fun spread in terms of the kinds of things that he wrote. Yeah, he can f- do something even this pulpy and it's mm-hmm. still good. Yeah. Like he can, yeah. Yeah. He can make something this bad movie. and he can make Watchmen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You can't yeah. do Watchmen every <laughs> year. <laughs> he, he, he would. should. <laughs> uh, he would rather die. Yes. <laughs> I think he probably would rather die. <laughs> Did he? No, he's still alive. He's I still writing stuff. I keep seeing ads on Instagram for it's like, take Alan Moore's storytelling course. And I'm like, All right. No. He actually does have some cool stuff. I haven't taken this course. We'll but do it there, next year. I've seen quotes from the uh, <laughs> course where he talks once, about right? uh, like writing processes and things like that. And I find that stuff interesting, but I would never be like, oh, I have to do what he does or I'll never ne- be a good writer. Next year on Morevember, we're taking his master class yeah. and we're <laughs> watching the From Hell movie. That would be, <laughs> that would be yes. incredibly fun. All right. Insanely good long pitches. Beard. All right. So for... Okay. For uh, next Can't week's show, Cam, I think we're going as far away from oh, Alan yeah. Moore. <laughs> well, no, this still fits with the theme, I think. Yeah, all right, all Absolutely. right. We'll talk about um, classic literature somehow. Classic literature, <laughs> in a way. Um, we're doing a DS Downward play is what I mm-hmm. want to officially pitch as the episode. Mm-hmm. is Local multiplayer, which obviously from the LAN party episode, I was like, I never, we did LAN parties, but yeah. more often I did DS, or it was still confined to a certain era, but um, I wanted to break out the DSs again and do an archaic level of hanging out. Yes. And Something that doesn't exist in this way anymore. For good reason. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we did a little prep today and everyone brought their D, what DS systems we had and we, we've kind of uh <laughs> called the herd or whatever the, the we the, figured the out which of our systems out. will both yeah. a charge and b have all the buttons that yeah work. so we have a selection and we're gonna do a fun revisiting on the land party episode we're gonna order some pizza we're gonna play a bunch of video games and mm-hmm. play video games together. we all have to play as shy guy and, and yes we... we're doing wow. picto chat don't worry mm-hmm. we're gonna <laughs> picto chat is folded into this yes mm-hmm. of course we are and i will talk about the time i loaned uh, my ds to my grandma and I, didn't, and, I, and I didn't take off the flame stickers. What? She had to read Moby Dick, right? Is <laughs> yeah, that why? She wanted to check out Moby Dick. <laughs> the if only you want way to understand read that joke, check out what? Plato's Republic? The episode? <laughs> I believe that is what we yeah. were talking about. This. The episode we did on Plato's Republic. I think we Republic. may have brought it up every episode since then, we're actually. We're going to peruse Moby Dick on a DS game 
about 100 books of classic literature. <laughs> it's going to be fun. DS it is going to be fun. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you would like your own episode where you talk about public domain characters, uh, you can send your us your idea at uh, please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com and if you would like to help us keep the lights on so we can afford to make our own movie about Mickey Mouse then uh, you could Public send domain? it to patreon.com <laughs> <laughs> patreon. patreon. slash please don't cast uh, yeah uh, as we mentioned that at the top of the show we are light on suggestions so yes. if you've made it this far in the episode it's your duty to send us an email now's the time to get in it's our Black Friday deal if yeah. you email us we'll two suggestions for the price of one sure. uh, <laughs> we are open to it and uh, while we have plenty of ideas to keep the show going, it's way more fun when we also have things coming from sources outside of ourselves. Yeah, when we're all coming in without any bias and we're just trying, you know, experiencing yeah. something new all together mm -hmm. is really Yes. Fun. Like, uh, I mean, our last couple have all been really good. Uh, I think that, uh, for example, when we did disc golf, we had a really good time. Yeah. Mm, we all dolphed. Yeah. We all dolphed. And... We will see you next time with DS Download Play. Yes. All right. You have to play as Samus next episode. I'm sorry. Will our heroes survive? Wow. No. No. <laughs> 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 <laughs>